across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. For those about to talk, we salute you. Talk Radio. I'll tell you what Farage is. He's a massive stirring bottler. That's what he is. I know what. Let's create a shed load of trouble. Let's divide the country. Let's get families not talking to each other. Let's completely collapse the British political system. Let's crash the pound and then let's bugger off. That's what he's done. That's what he's gone and done. Him and Johnson, the biggest pair of bottlers in the world. Oh, and Chris Evans. Uh, this is Talk Radio. Here's the news. As he's happy with how he's playing at the moment. I think if I, if I played 11 I'm playing at just now, I'd give myself a chance and in most matches, um, you know, but the trick is to, to keep that up, you know, and to, to maintain that level for, you know, the, the whole two weeks. He'll face Joe Wilfred Songer next. And Serena and Venus Williams also went through today, as did Roger Federer. And last month was one of the wettest Junes on record. Official figures say it was also among the dullest, too, since 1929. That's the latest from the Sky News Centre. I'm Chris Giles. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. on calling me down the road it's where I'll always be every stop I make I make a new friend can't stay for long just turn around and I'm gone again maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on down this road that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I, I am uh, ripped 
the audio. Why is it called ripped? It's that's an unpleasant term. I'm going to rip a CD. What? Why can can someone? Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Why is it called ripped? We all know why it's called spam, don't we? Don't we? From Monty Python. I know. From the spam song. That's why it's called spam because it's it's um annoying. I guess. I don't know. So that's true. So it's not such a ridiculous question to kick off a week with to ask why it's um, you rip a CD. What word would I use? What word would I use? Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, by the way. No straight to air. When I said Friday was the penultimate straight to air, um, that was a lie. It wasn't a lie because I meant it at the time. Um, but. But then over the weekend, it's like if you um, if you're giving up smoking, right, don't do that patches and cutting down and stuff. If you're going to stop smoking, stop smoking. Alan Carr, not the tooth man, the um, smoking man. If you're going to stop smoking, then stop smoking. Just stop. Don't cut it down and, you know, do all that nonsense. Just stop smoking. What I'm saying is. I was addicted, as addicted to straight to air as a, a smoker would be to a fine shag. So it's stopped. We've stopped. It'll come back. We will do it from time to time. But as of today, midnight to one o'clock is not straight to air. It's normal services, please. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, we call you back throughout the whole show. Now. Lots of stuff to talk about. You have got homework. OK, Film Ring is happening. I think it's going to be happening next Monday. I think I'm waiting on a guest. OK, I'm waiting for a guest to confirm they can do uh, next Monday. The film you need to watch is, if you follow me on Twitter, you will know this already. Lee, Alan and Dave, they're all blokes. They're all waiting to come on the show. Stay there. Be with you shortly. If you follow me on Twitter, then you'll uh, know what it is. It's a film called The Imposter. Imposter with an E. Imposter. There is a film called The Impostor, which is a different film. I think both are, are, are correct spellings, aren't they? Maybe Impostor is an American spelling, like color. Uh, so, The Imposter. It's, on, it's not on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Amazon Prime. It's on YouTube, right? It's on YouTube. It's a documentary. It's flipping brilliant. For those of you who know the film, we I, I tried to get the, um, the the Frederick Bourdain, the actual imposter, on the show. Instead, we had an argument on Twitter and he blocked me. But we have got, just waiting for him to confirm the date, we have got the private detective um, whose name escapes me, but it's the name of a famous jazz musician. Um, where's, where's the email that I sent him? And I can tell you his... Uh, it's Charlie Parker, Charlie Parker, Charlie Parker, Charlie Parker, um, who's coming on. I think it, 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 he's, he's cool with coming on. I'm just seeing if he can do next Monday at 10 o'clock. So your homework, dear listener, for the film ring, hashtag film ring, is to watch The Imposter. Is that OK? Can you do that, guys? Will you do that for me? And then we can discuss it in more uh, detail. It is um, um, on oh, Periscope. I'll change the Periscope Wi-Fi in a little bit. Um it's a documentary about this American family whose son goes missing, right? Three years later, this Spanish man, he's not even a boy, this Spanish man 
um, pretends to be the boy and the family accept him. It's weird, right? It's absolutely weird. That's what we're watching. Oh, wait, 44 499 Uh, Lee's on the line. Evening, Lee. Good evening, Ian. Hip, 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 hip. I'm fiddling with me whiffy while I'm talking to you. Is that all right? Oh, that's why you've gone all quiet on I've me. I've gone all quiet because I'm just trying... The, the Wi-Fi in this building is what can only be described as absolute pony. So, if instead of going on TalkSport Guest Backup, which is normally the good one, I'm going to just try mm. and go to TalkSport Guest, which is normally... Oh, that's not even showing up. Oh, blimey. Oh, oh blimey. Right. Yes, boss? I've got a favour to ask, and a confession at the same A confessional favour? Yes, I think we can do oh. that. It sounds like the church. <laughs> doesn't it, though? Doesn't I, it? I wasn't able to listen last week due to family reasons. WTF? I know. I'm trying to catch up with the podcast and all that, but it's You'll Monday evening. Catch up with I my fist in a minute. Oh, I'm Ian, come yes, on. That's all right. Fair play. Calm down. So Calm I, down. I was hoping maybe it's a job for Alan in a second, but in, in 60 seconds, can someone sum up last week for me? That would be handy. Ooh, let's, let's, let's put Alan on the line. Alan? <laughs> someone, yes, someone's invoked your spirit. Well, Monday was all about awkward starts. Tuesday was Gilbert Sullivan. Wednesday, it was new callers only. Thursday, we look back at Brookside and that continued on to Friday, so where we have the last ever straight to air. Oh, no. I'm just trying. Hang on a minute. Well, he, he's right, actually. He's not He's not far off. He's got the show. Sorry, I'm just seeing if that internet connection is any better. Is that any better, guys, on the Periscope? Is that any better? He's right, actually. I'd forgotten that um, we'd had um, uh, uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan on, and that was an absolute treat. That was on Tuesday. Thank you, Alan. You oh, are very you. much like um, the Rain Man, aren't you? I know. Yeah, no, that's exactly. Um, and, um, yeah, he summed it up perfectly. Does that kind of make sense to you, Lee? Does that fill in the gaps? Yeah, that's handy. I knew Alan would let me down. Any of those things... Um, that you wish to talk about tonight, Lee? Because it's Monday, everyone's a bit miserable, Ooh. it's the, the summer holiday, you know, people are getting ready for their holidays. Really? We might not get many callers tonight, and I've made a rod for my own back by getting rid of Straight to Air when my usual team um, is away. Id and Catherine, as you know, have been Murdoch. They no longer oh. work here. Um, oh, no. no, exactly. So, um, I, 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 I do seem to revel in making things much harder for myself than I would like <laughs> them to be. Well, maybe you could get Alan a job in the, in the studio. No! Pressing some buttons. Never! Yeah. Never! And I'll make you an admin on my Facebook page. You've done... Oh, God, yeah, Alan started his oh, own God. breakaway Facebook page. I know, page. He, 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 he's, he's, he's trying to ruin our one. Aren't you, Alan, hey? No. Oh, hang on. Oh, God, but this is... Oh, God, I've just worked out... This is Lee... Uh, this is Lee who runs one Facebook page. And now Alan runs... Alan runs another Facebook page. This is awful. This is Facebook page wars. Oh, round one. Round one, Alan. Come on. Hang on. Yes. How many followers have you had on your talk when you left this page? How many what? Followers. Let's... Oh, ha hundreds. <laughs> Okay, let's let's just name. Oh, jeez, I'm, I'm trying to make the show um, more. I've been thinking over the weekend, right? How can I make the show more? Is that working better on Periscope, by the way, Periscopers? Is that a better connection? Thank you. 
how can I make the show more um, inclusive and open, right, so that we get more listeners? Because the first set of figures are coming out next month, right? Oh. And I'm predicting... I'm predicting... Not very good figures. Not my fault, primarily. I'm not responsible for the lack of advertising at talk radio. But I just, you know, anything I can do to kind of beef up the figures a little bit. And yet we've gone straight in. First two cabs off the rank are are (laughs) talking about some too obscure Facebook pages that not many people are aware of. Well, that's a bit harsh. Well, no, it's a bit harsh there. Well, no, it's... Because you know I was going to make you an admin. It, well, it, it, well, no, I don't want to be an admin. I'm a 43-year-old <laughs> man. It's, 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 it's not, it might be, it might seem harsh, and I appreciate the work that both of you are putting in. I genuinely do. Anything that, you know, um, you, you're doing more than the Facebook team here at Talk Radio. But any, <gasps> anything that will, um, will, will, you know, encourages people to listen to the show and listen to the station, boom, I'm in. I love it. But in the great scheme of things... Not everybody uses Facebook, do they? Have you thought about walking around London with one of those, like, boards on? You know, the big alpha boards on your front oh, of sandwich board. Yes, it's a sandwich board. Yeah, I, lit- I literally have considered that. It would... It, <laughs> you know, I don't want to keep knocking the uh, advertising team here, but flip it. Come on, guys. Please. Give me something to work with, I beg you. And by that, a I mean, little worrying. I mean some ad- and this the show's doing great. We've got adverts on the station, which is brilliant, beautiful, love it. But just you know, I want some posters and stuff. Anyway, so Lee, let's let's let, let, let's give your Facebook page a plug. Oh, well, I, I like to consider it as our our Facebook page anyway. But it's Talk Radio listeners. Okay, and Alan, let's let's give yours a plug. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Okay, and let's just see who's has got the most um, uh, followers. Lee, how many has yours got? Uh, that's 546, Ian. Alan? 69! <laughs> I wasn't asking what you did at the weekend. <laughs> I'm asking how many... Uh, thank you very much indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, well, li- I, listen, I genuinely I appreciate the hard work that both of you gentlemen uh, put in to um, uh, uh, drawing an audience to the, the show and indeed the station. Thank you very much. Um, but, uh, Alan, have, did we get to the meat of your call? Well, I just loaded up the imposter on YouTube. Yes. And it was made by Film 4. Film 4? Yeah. Right, and I don't, I don't, I don't quite see what that's no, got to do I'm with it. No, because I look at the stars where they have all the companies yes. that made the film. Yes. And yes. Film 4 was one of them. And? I was surprised, <laughs> so I didn't know that. Okay, is that, have you seen the film? I've just started to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you've just watched. You've just watched the bit at the beginning when all the logos for the companies come up. Is it? Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Well, when you've watched the film, Alan, um, you can give us a call and, and we could talk about the film. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, my, I've got um, two children who are six and four, and we watched. What film did I watch with them the other day? Oh, we oh we watched Goosebumps, right? Which is flipping brilliant, right? Although I made the mistake of buying it on my Xbox for thirteen quid. Then we went to Sex. That's that's how you pronounce Computer Exchange, and they were selling it on DVD for eight quid. Ah, huh? um, and he was asking what those logos were that come up at the start of the film. What does that mean? And what does it say? What's the name of the company that made the film? What's that? Oh, that's that's another company that made the film. What's that? It's another company that made the film. The point I'm trying to make is my four-year-old seems to have the same fascination with the logos at the start of films as Alan Caddick. What does that tell you? Dave, stay there. 844 
1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, the thing about Nigel Farage, right? Saying, oh, we, oh, I'm quitting because I want my life back. You don't, no, no, no. It don't work like that. Well, apparently it does work like that. It shouldn't work like that, though, you oily little SH1T. You've ruined everybody's life. Everybody's life is worse because of what you have done. You have torn this country apart, right? You have completely destroyed this country. Okay, with the, the, the stock market's crashing. My pension is worth nothing now. Thanks a lot. The pound is worth nothing whatsoever. The whole political system is in complete disarray. Families are not talking to each other anymore. And racism is now acceptable in this country. Yeah, it turns out it's acceptable to go up to brown people and tell them we voted them out and they should go home. It's acceptable to go up to Polish war memorials and daub graffiti on it. It's acceptable to stick your fingers up at Muslims because we voted them out. And you say, yeah, I'm going to stop now because I want to get my life back up yours farage up yours farage and i'm giving you the proper good old-fashioned two english salute you sniveling little toad because you've completely destroyed this country you have destroyed it you and boris johnson you self-serving egomaniacs and then just as everything starts to fall apart you both go yeah not going to get involved in this no it's nothing to do with us no, no, no. It was nothing to do with us. My work here is done. I've crashed Britain. I've crashed Britain. And you've both just run away. You snivelling little cowards. If you were men, if you were human beings, you would stand now just when everything is at its worst and you would take all of the bile and the anger that people feel about you and you would take it on the chin and you would try and right your mistakes. But neither of you have done that. Neither of you have been able to do that. I'm genuinely, I'm really angry about those two little creeps because they have totally broken this country. Hey, listen, we voted for Brexit. It's not what I voted for. I kind of think we should do it. I kind of think, yes, it was it was sold to um, uh, uh, the people who voted leave on, on several lies. There were a lot of lies there. We won't get the £350 million a week to go back in. It wasn't £350 million a week anyway, and that won't go into the NHS. And um, yes, we, we, we won't actually uh, get control of our borders, and it won't significantly reduce immigration and, and all of this money that has, has, has come off the stock market. So it was sold to them on lies but then everything is voted in on lies so i kind of agree that we should leave the eu i don't want to i think it would be an absolute disaster but it's what the country voted for but i do also think that boris johnson and nigel farage should face the bloody music you made this happen you should be standing at the front line as it all falls apart around your ears and then you should be hauled up in front of the beak and charged with i don't know criminal negligence or treason you can still hang people for treason oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number dave stay there stay there craig's on the line yes craig uh, yeah i'm i'm a victim of this eu debate as well go on I get paid every week. I basically send an invoice to my boss. Yes. Because I'm contracted. Yes. And as a joke, when the Brexit, on the day of the Brexit, I wrote, can you pay me in euros? Yeah. Oh, 
he took it literally this Aye. week. I've had my pay given to me in euros. Aye. When euros were only, it was one pound equaled 1.1 euros. Yes. So I'm basically, even if I change them back, I'm going to be 100 quid down. What, what what job were you doing? Tossing off Spanish men or something? What what, what job? No, window you... cleaning. Window cleaning? Yeah. I normally get a check every week. A check? Every yeah. time, the, the last time I had to write a check, it took me five goes at writing the check because I couldn't remember how to do it. I do one every year for my public liability insurance. Um, wowzers. Um, and do you know, do you remember that? Do you fill in the little stub? Yeah, it's, a, it's the same check what is... for about... 10 years now. Just... Why, why, why do I continually fill in the little stubs? Because I've never <laughs> referred back to the checkbook to see what checks I've written. But I've never done it. True, you don't need to do it, do you? And I, I, I constantly fill in those little stubs and it's fiddly because it's right by the spine of the checkbook. So it's, um, it's a tough one. You um, open a bank account now, you don't even get a checkbook. No, no, you don't even get a smile. <laughs> I um, have been um, doing some banking today, and it's all it's all online, isn't it? It's all you have those weird little pin sentry machines. Right. You know the little machines, like little calculators, but you slip your credit card or your debit card. I don't have a credit card, guys. You slip your debit card into the machine, yeah, and I that gives you—you you don't have that. No, no. Well, it, it gives you—it gives you then gives you a, a unique code that means yeah. you can log in online onto your bank into your bank account. But I have no idea how it works. But you don't even know what yeah. I'm talking about, so that... I've seen them, but I've never—I've never owned one. But but which? But then in that case. How do well, how does it work? I'm not, I'm not asking you, Greg. I'm kind of looking over your shoulder, and I'm asking the listener who is stood in their legion behind you—not the British Legion, I mean in, in huge numbers—and oh, I'm legion. asking then, how does that little pin sentry machine work? Cause it's like it's like some weird kind of voodoo. You put in your thing, you type in your pin, an eight-digit number comes up, you type it onto the screen, boom, you're into your bank account. How the hell does that work? Yeah. Mysteries, modern mysteries. It's modern mysteries. Speaking of modern mysteries, Craig, 0844-499-1000, by the way. We call you back. Speaking of modern mysteries, I did something today, Craig, that I vowed I would never do. Um, the only thing I know you've not done is listen to Stairway to Heaven, but I don't think that's a vow. It's close. All right. I bought an Oasis album. Oh, excellent. I bought an Oasis album. Yes, I only paid 19 pence for it. Um, plus plus £1.26 postage. You do the math. But I bought an Oasis album because I was sat in Cafe Nero, right? And um, I was sat in Cafe Nero. And um, they were playing an Oasis song. And it was the theme tune from um the royal family oh and it's oh, sad yeah. about carolina hearn terrible and it's uh, 52 years old she was so good she yeah. was so good i didn't watch a lot of the royal family i was a big fan of mrs merton because she started out with frank sidebottom but i didn't watch a lot of the royal family and i'm kind of hoping that now they repeat the whole thing because i want to see those bad boys yeah i think gold have it as well but they were they were playing the um the oasis song from the theme tune from the royal family right 
And I was sat there listening to it, and I was a bit tired. It's been a long old day. It's been a bit, you know, I feel a bit sad. And um, I had a little tear forming in my eye, and I thought this song is absolutely beautiful. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go online and see if I can find an Oasis album for a penny. I didn't. I found one for nineteen pence, but I thought I'll have that, so I bought it. It's the curse of the show because there's the Brookside link again, isn't it? What's the Brookside link? When you were talking about Sheila from Brookside. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about we talked about Carolina Hearn. All right. Last yeah. week we, we mentioned the royal family. Yeah. Yeah. Curse of the show. Craig, thank you very much for that. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. So what have we had today? Well, I'm genuinely angry about Farage and Johnson. Gen- I mean, genuinely, you sniff... Can't anyone see? And it's been obvious to me. You know in the film The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, right? Both versions, the the, the, the original and the 1976 remake with Lennon and Moy and Donald Sutherland, right? More so the second one, actually. But... You know, when they know that everybody else is turning into those pod creatures, right? And they're going around going, no, 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 look, that's not your wife. That's a pod creature that looks like your wife. Go, no, it's my wife. It's, it's not. It's a pod. And they're going to the police. No, 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 no. Everybody's turned into pod creatures. Well, I felt like that about Boris Johnson and Nigel Farage. It was obvious to me that they were self-serving, sniveling little so-and-sos that would run at the first hint of trouble. And everyone's going, no, 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 no. Batman, they, they're good people. They, they fight him for what is right. No, they're not. And that embarrassing... Another thing that gets me an angry about Farage, right? That You know when when we, we voted out, right? And then he went to um, the um, EU Parliament, right? And he did that stupid speech. Well, you're, you weren't laughing. You're not laughing now. You all laughed at me before. You're not laughing. Shut up, man. Shut up. We have to go and beg those people for a decent trade uh, relationship. We have to go and beg them to let us get certain special rights off them. Don't go in there, unzip your trousers and take a pee on their desk for crying out loud, you stupid muppet. 0844-499-1000. Gatford, Dave, Wilson and, uh, and Barry from Watford. Stay there. Come to you after this. 0844-499-1000. Dave's on the line. Good evening, Dave. Hello. Hello, Dave. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. What you got for us? Um, well, I'm a podcast person. This is my first call. Well done. Um, welcome. 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 What can we do? You. What can I do, Dave, to um, make this an even more special experience for you? Um, oh, good question. Is there any? Are, are there any? How long you been listening to my podcast for? Just on talk or, or, or throughout the years? No, no, about uh, about five years since the Bless absolute you. day. Well, you're a good good a good man with a good spirit and a good soul. Are there Thank any you. of what um, I like to call my classic callers that you would like to speak to? Name them. I'll fix it up for you. Or Verinda or Barry. Hello. Which one of those would you prefer to speak to? feel the urge to say Barry now. Hello. But you're, oh, hello, Barry. But you, you, you were hesitating slightly, so do think about it, Dave. Do give it do give it some thought. Who's the other one? Verinda. Oh, I, I do like Verinda. Hello, but... it's Vinny here. Oh, hello, Vinny. How's your mum? She ain't so bad. She's in the shop selling her um, 
little bit racist. Uh, a little bit racist there, Barry. Now, nice effort. I saw what you did there. You tried to make a newcomer feel welcome, and then you ended up being massively racist. Ian, oh, no, Ian, that's didn't... okay now. That's okay. Oh, he is, he's right. It's, it's, it's hip to be racist. Dun, 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 I, didn't dun, dun, dun. The, I didn't do the dialect, did I? I just I, raised my voice. It's hip to be racist, and it, 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 racism is back in fashion like it was 1977. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start doing some voices soon. Oh. Oh, bloody hell. There you go, there's one, and it's fashionable now. It's trendy. Very trendy now. So all the kids are into is casual racism. Barry? What about uh, Jim Nick Nick Davidson? Sorry? Okay. Okay. Who's that? Is that acceptable now? Barry. Jim Davidson's... Um, that well, was, that wasn't Jim Davidson, that was Lenny Henry. Okay. No, he's... Um, Patangas. We used Patangas. to have... Patangas! Patangas! Where is that damn cat? Do you remember, um, Barry and Dave, you start of Tem, do you remember when um, Lenny Henry made a movie, an American movie, called um, um, True Identity, and in it, he whited up? Oh... Yeah, this rings a bell. Yes, he he had he whited up, and uh, he also put on an American accent. Oh, can't imagine that smashed the box office. It, it, no box office was smashed in the making of Lenny Henry. Are you thinking of that other one with Steve? Um, Steve. Um, Drop dead Fred with Rick Mail. No, Steve. Um, oh, what's his name? Dennis Penny says, "Why aren't you funny anymore?" What's his name? <laughs> Steve. 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 Hawkins. Uh, Stephen uh, Hawkins. Yeah, um, true identity. Stephen Hawkins. No, you're thinking Sue Pollard <laughs> and John Noakes. Wonderful film. I missed. I missed. A, oh, I know the one. It was um, Barry Court sang the theme Barry tune Court, to it. Barry Court done the theme tune. True, true identity. identity. No one knows what they're gonna see. Okay. A it's true, true identity. identity. Um, you, you don't know um, what you're gonna going to see. But you're getting on my it's a true, true identity. And it was true identity, wasn't it? And it true was... True identity. And yes. then you could buy a badge at the cinema which says, I'm a titty... I'm a titty... A titty man. I'm a titty man. That was the B-side. I'm a titty man. You're a titty lady. I'm a titty man. Oh, a piece of lazy. I'm John Noakes and I'm a titty man. I'm Steve Hawking, I'm a titty man, I'm a true identity. I've got a 12-inch of it. Hello? Hmm. Dave, what did you call him for? Uh, I was, well, I had a quick question and a time travel film suggestion. Yes, sir! Have you seen Predestination? Yes. The, the Ethan Hawke one? Yeah, it's the one where he's, his mum, his own mum and his dad. Absolutely bonkers, isn't yep, it? Yep, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. There's not a time travel film that I haven't seen. I'm going to be completely honest, Dave. No, I watched that uh, boat one you recommended. That was very good. Triangle, triangle, triangle. Have you seen, have you seen, yeah. have you seen triangle, Barry. 
Oh, not about the um, ship with Larry Lamb and um, well, this and um, the no. woman, the, with the woman with the eyes, Kate Amara. Kate Amara. Kate, Kate Amara. Well, yeah. she was she was in. Um, oh, what did she do? She was in True Identity, wasn't she? Yes. <laughs> she was, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah, Kate Amara. Amara, Amara. I'm Kate Amara. Omara, I've got a white streak like Dickie Davis in my hair. Have they legalised um, cannabis in Watford, Barry? No, I, I, because I'm just trying to join in. <laughs> you're trying to join in a little bit too much. Oh, I'll sure. tell you what, though. Yeah. Say what you will about Barry. He's, he's lifted the mood since all the Brexit Farage talk, hasn't he? Thank you. Well, some would say uh, lifted, some would say dragged it back down. To, I mean, I was giving political insight into how Farage and Johnson have ruined this country. I agree with you. He is um, singing the B-side to uh, the theme tune to True Identity. True Identity, the, With yeah. the B-side, of course, is I'm a titty man. Which yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's kind of the image I want this show to have. <laughs> we, we have to the show, isn't it? We have a lot of, we have a lot of feminists listen to this, to this show. The, the, the sight of John Noakes singing, I'm a titty man, you're a titty lady. Yes. It was number one in the hit parade. Uh, um, um, yes. Dave, I believe you had something else you wanted to contribute. I was just wondering, I remembered you saying a lot of years ago that you were thinking of packing it all in and becoming a teacher. Yes, sir. Still on the card? Um, well, no, because I've got two kids now and I can't afford it. But yeah, in, in an ideal world, uh, here's the thing, right? Can we get serious for a minute with you on the line, Barry? Yes, certainly. Okay, so Kieran Fallon, right? He's a jockey, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, don't, oh, not, but he's not particularly popular. But, but that's neither here nor there. I just right. say that to illustrate that I know what I'm talking about. He, yeah. he's, he's a really successful jockey, and it came out in the news today. He's quit, right? He's quit because he's suffering from depression, and he he just he can't face riding horses anymore. Oh, and oh. I was gonna, I nearly tweeted, I know how he feels. Of course I don't know how he, how he feels. But, oh. flipping it, man, if I didn't have a mortgage and two kids, I would, I would quit this, because I'm, this is, this, I'm struggling to do this. And I'd want to go and do something that is more, um, is more rewarding, less rewarding financially, but more rewarding than listening to an old man, um, saying he's a titman. <laughs> <laughs> saying, saying what he was saying earlier on in the phone call. Yes. What would you do? What would you do, Barry, if you weren't an old man? Um, and you uh, used to work in a grocer's, didn't you? You used to run a grocer's, is that right? I was a green grocer. Yeah. I was the first person around here to sell a kumquatch. But I'd tell you what I'd do. I'd probably, if money was no object, yeah. I'd be a Peter Stringfellow. I'd swan around in a fancy dressing gown. I'd have a really lovely lady on my arm. I'd, I'd have a, a cabaret of angels. Probably wouldn't be angels I could afford. It would be cabaret of mantas. But uh, what I'd probably do is have a VIP suite. I'd sit on a throne. Yeah. I'd say, ladies, some Astis Diamante all round, you know. But I imagine also, your life a bit like that anyway, Barry. <laughs> well, it, I mean, my Margaret swans around in her uh, nighty occasionally, but it's not quite the same thing. Um, but I do sit on the throne occasionally in my house. Um, you at least have a fancy dressing gown. 
I've got a, it's, it's a bit, I mean, it's a bit like Peter Stringfield, as I imagine he doesn't have so much dried egg. He probably doesn't get his from Marks and Spencers either. But, the thing about sitting on the throne in your dressing gown, of course, is, you know what happens, you know what goes wrong? Uh, well, the, the belt falls into the into the lavvy, doesn't it? Get, oh God, it does. So right. it does. It's horrible. You got to suck so it, it off. Does. Yeah. yeah, no one sees, so you can just pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. No. Hey Barry, I tell you what, Barry, oh, yeah. shall we be? Shall we do our best, Simon Cowell? And um, this was Dave's first ever phone call. Yeah. We, we could judge him, couldn't we? Like on um, the Britain's Got the X Factor. Okay, then. All right, shall I go first? You go first. Well, Dave. I've got to say, for me, that was one of the worst, best calls I've ever heard in my life. You're going through to boot camp. Go on, Barry. Go on, Barry. Be gentle. Um, I've done this competition for quite a while, and I can honestly say that you are not... Going home, you're going through the chat. Yay! Dave! That's two yeses. That doesn't mean I have to go to Barry's house, does it? Yes, it does, yes. Yes, it does. Yes, I'm going to sing a song on my patio. In a thong. Yeah, me and Margaret will sit on the deck chair and listen to you singing, you know, Angels or whatever it is. Uh, he's going to have his cat on his lap and he'll be stroking away while you perform for him, Dave. Yeah. What an image. Well, on that note, yes, uh, my sir. brother's listening for the first time, so if you could call my brother Joe an idiot, both of you, that would mean a lot. That's never going to happen. What do you think we are? Ken Bruce? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, okay, sucker! Press the button. Beep! <laughs> Quick, and then the hole falls beneath the floor, and he falls through into a pit of sharks, and they yeah. eat him, tear him from limb from limb. That's, that's what we like. Barry, did we get to the meat and two veg of what you called him for? Well, I was going to have a prop about the banks, but the moment's gone now, really. Am I allowed to say quickly? Or is the moment gone? I went into NetWest today to put some cash away. They used to have a cashier. They changed it now. It's ever so clear. It's just machines that you feed the money in. Like some sort of money bin. It never works. I tried to complain. The lady looked at me like I was... I'm making this all up like I was a pain. I said, this is a disaster. She frowned at me again. I tried to feed the money in and out, and it went off a pain. It does not work, Nat West. It does not work, Nat West. It used to be the best. Uh, it does not work, Nat... Am I still on the air? Useless, Nat West. Rubbish. No, no. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Jim Gapford, Jake Wilson, stay there. Who's it going to be? It's going to be Jim first. Good evening, Jim. I would like to leave this city. This old town don't smell too pretty and. I can feel the warning signs running around my mind. There we go. That was nice. That was nice. Yeah. It's a nice. It turns out it's a pretty song. I have it done. Uh, I've been sung by Oasis. I like. I, I well, I like that one. I also like She's Electric. Oh, that's quite a good. Wonderwall. That's a good. That's Terrible a good. Music, well, that's Wonderwall is 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 silly, and I've all I've always 
found Oasis to be utter, utter pony. But I've bought for 19 pence, I have bought the, um, uh, I've been told it's very good, the master plan. So were you a Blur fan when Oasis were or were you a fan I was of more... I was more of a Pulp fan, I have to say. I was more on the side of Blur at the time. Yeah, in I hindsight, in hindsight, I'm more of a Pulp fan. But to be honest, yeah. none of that stuff really touched me. <laughs> no. Um, you talked about people who... What would you do if you could uh, retire and just do whatever you want? Yes. I have a friend who worked in IT for years and years and years and uh, well it, it was only like 35 when it happened yeah. um, he, the, the credit boom was at its max and he owned 13 houses yes. and he sold all these houses and became a millionaire Beautiful. and he bought a house that was falling into the sea on um, Key Largo so it was on the Key beach. Lago, Montego. Ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Lago, Montego, baby. Ooh, let's take you down to Kokomo. We get there fast and then we get it slow. And every year, his yeah. house moves a step closer to falling into the sea. And Ooh. it won't last until he's retired. And he knows that it will end up in the sea at some point. Clings onto life, mm. clings onto green. That that house, and it, it literally hangs over the sea. Oh, so when when it's very choppy, that will learn it. But but it's nice, isn't it? That, nice. I wonder if anybody has ever. Here we go. If you've been in something that's fallen over, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand, and that can be in, that uh, can be a house. Toilet. Well, that can be a house over the edge of a cliff. <laughs> It can be if you've been in a in a wheelie bin and it's been pushed yeah. over. Yeah, Here's I know a th someone who lives in a festival toilet and they oh, really? Oh yeah, a girl, a, a nice girl. Oh, well. she weren't so nice after that. Blue. Has anybody been in a lift when it's when the cable has snapped? No. Oh, I know actually somebody who that's well, I know somebody who owned a factory. Where that happened to somebody who worked for him. This is so tenuous that I have rogue to ask, rogue. tell me more. Uh, well, he's a, a, a notoriously rogue trader who is on the run at the moment from the police. Matt um, Allright. He's called Vance Miller. Okay. Well, let's. Well, hang on a minute. Well, well, then let's let's not talk about. We can't. We can't no, talk. He's a nice guy. He's well, Benny, nice you guy. said he's on the run well, from the police. Well, he's in China, so he's in, he, right. he's on the the long term run. He's, oh. he's, uh, he owns a, a kitchen shop. There's been various programs about him on the TV. Well, let's let's not. I'm I'm slightly, now you've named him. I'm slightly uncomfortable. So let's so let's not <laughs> sorry, go. Sorry, let, let, no, let's not. And we just you know I'm sure he's a very nice. Hang on a second. Let, let, let me get a, nice sh Jim. Shut up. Let me get us out of a, a potentially quite expensive legal minefield. I'm sure he's an excellent gentleman, and I'm sure he's done nothing of. <laughs> don't laugh, because seriously, we'll get in trouble. The, 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 the Jim. 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 Shut Shut up! Yeah. I'm, this is serious. I'm trying to get us out of a libel case, mate. Right. Thank you. I'm sure the gentleman mentioned is a top-notch trader and an absolute yeah. delight to work with. Tell us about something that's completely unconnected to do with a cable snapping in a lift. Jeremy Corbyn. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you know, I remember I phoned up when I had a few beers and said Jeremy Corbyn quite a few times. Gosh, okay, right. Um, Jeremy Corbyn. Yes. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, Jim. I think we got there in the end. Seriously, here's the thing. You can't libel people on the radio, guys. Because you know who gets in trouble? You do, and me do, too. You see? So, you know, best not. But has anybody... Thank you, Jim. Uh, uh, 0844 Has anybody ever been in a lift when the cable has snapped 
or the brakes have gone and it's plummeted from let's say the 27th floor down to the first floor and is it true because the myth of course is if you're in a plummeting lift just before you hit the floor you jump and then you kind of it's, you jump and then you just go down like a foot and anyone can can fall a foot can't they but i can't i can't believe that works but now i think on it there isn't a time when i go into a lift that i don't think if this lift falls i'm going to jump i all I, every time i go into it oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand yes wilson hello evening wilson um yeah as you've heard i haven't phoned up for quite a while what do you mean as i've heard well i haven't phoned up these these i don't well luckily i stopped keeping a tally of who phones and when so it's your absence has not been noted i have about i have 10 things to go through flipping heck right the first thing no hang on hang on i'm just gonna get out of the way i am in a car hang on shut up shut up pick pick the best three Oh, really? Yeah, you can't do ten, ten things right, to go through. What the hell is this? Five. Three. You cut it down to three. Four. You can. Okay, let's say four, but I'm going to cut you off after three. How's about them apples? I like them apples. Them apples is good oh. apples, juicy apples. I've been eating the a lot of apples. Is, yes, Wilson. I am in a cast. You're in a cast. Yeah, on my foot. Oh yeah, yeah. Hi, Chihuahua. What happened? Um, I was swimming and literally the biggest kid decides I'm going to push off at the same time, completely shatters my ankle. Hang on a minute, so. hang on a minute. How did a kid pushing off... Well, no, he's not really a kid. He's well, but how did, how did any pushing... Well, hang on, let me... Let me what, what is wrong with everyone today? Why can't I get a sentence out? How is any... How did pushing off shatter your leg? Well, what happened was, it's my ankle, so, um, right. if you imagine, I'm in a lane. Imagining it, yes. I'm um, I'm at, like, the front, I'm doing a swimming lesson, the teacher said, right, Wilson, you can go now, so I push off, you're meant to leave five seconds. Right. So then that person can go ahead. This kid decides I'm going to push off at the same time, he's absolutely gigantic. Aye. Nicknamed him the boulder. Yes. Um, he... Catches my leg, so I go to protect that. And because we're not beginners, it's you know, it's more um, velocity behind the kick. There's more velocity, of course, yes. Yeah, and uh, so I go to pro- go protect that, and then he gets me and my me and my ankle. So I've customised my um, car. So I've got Stone Cold Steve Austin. Do you have to put a ruler down it to scratch it? What? Oh no 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 no! Actually. Um, it's been quite good. It, I haven't had any, um, things where I've needed to scratch my leg. I haven't well, got too warm. Well, well, now that we've talked about having an itchy leg, Wilson, you're just going to find, using the power of suggestion, that it's just start, just right down by the ankles, just going to mm-hmm. start to get a little bit... Itchy, yeah. A little, yeah. little bit itchy. Just a little, not much, just a little bit. And it's only a tiny bit, and yeah. y- you think you can withstand that, and you probably can for two, three hours... Yeah. But eventually you'll go insane. Yeah, it's just like, why? Yeah, why? why? Um, so this is my second thing. Yes. Um, right, oh. let me remember. Oh, hang on. Well, flipping there. You're struggling right, to remember the second thing. You're struggling to remember the second thing. You phoned in and you said you had ten things and you can't even get to the second thing. I made up words for, um, the, uh... 
Come on. The Spanish flea. The what? The Spanish flea. Do you remember I phoned up and said, do you know the words to the Spanish flea, in? Yes. And you said, no, there is none. Oh, yes, yes. So I thought, right, I'm going to come up with a little jingle. Yes. So if you don't mind, can you just cue the Spanish flea? No, because it doesn't work like that. I oh. haven't got the Spanish flea All to right, hand. Never mind. I'll just do it. Ready? Three, two, one. His name is Ian Lee, and he's on the DAB. He works with it and Catherine Boyle. Stop you there. They don't work here anymore. Oh. They got murdoch off. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, they got Murdoch. When when oh. when uh, when Murdoch took over, our Lord and Ubermeister, mm -hmm. um, they got the boot. I'm afraid they got shown their oh. marching orders. All right, peace out. Uh, right, I'll change that to his name is Ian Lee, yep. and he works on DAB. That's correct. People phone up to him. He is a great guy. There we go. Dun, dun, dun. There is a guy called Wilson. That's the best I could do off at the top of my head. I got excited then because I thought I thought Tory it said it said Tory Amos is what? following you on on Twitter. Tory Amos. I got all excited. It's not. It's Tom Amos. <laughs> and I'm tempted to block him yeah. just for um, raising my hopes. Ian. Yes. Block him. Done. What else yeah. you got? Right. The last thing. Oh man, I wish I had four. Um, the last thing is I've been practising this for weeks. Yes. It's another little song thing. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you know that you have, like, those little bits yeah. where you play a song. Yeah. It, the, what? like, after the advert breaks every now and then. Yes. I would like to sing a song. Go. What you you just sang, you just sang a song. Oh. Well, can I just say, instead... We were walking round Asda. Hang on, where's this? Where is what is going on? Has, has ever, is, am I am I yeah. still having the dream I had the other night where I was? A I had, I had a dream the other night where I was in Brookside. Then I had a dream yeah. last night. I was back in school, but um, my teacher was my boss from my last place who sacked yeah. me. And I remember I stood up in class and I told her exactly where to go. Is that, <laughs> is that still happening? Am I having that dream? Because that's what it feels like. Where you can control. Sometimes, what yes, you're I doing. do. Like sometimes, yeah. I have uh, what is called lucid dreaming, where I go, "Oh, I'm, I'm dream, I'm asleep, I'm dreaming. I can do stuff." Very, very occasionally. I had a very mad dream, an extremely mad dream. I'm going to stop you there because, uh, uh, as Martin Luther King proved, other people's dreams are very, very dull. Thank you, Wilson. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. There's a vibe. Do you feel it? Do you feel it too, dear listener? There is a vibe of, um, and I, I do wonder if it, if it comes from me, or if it's out there generally. But there's, um, I'm, 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 I'm always good to speak to to Wilson. But with all of the callers tonight, maybe it's the technology. Maybe that's it. Let's put it down to the technology. I feel that no one's listening to me, which is, you know, is to a certain extent is fine, right? But it's still my name above the door, guys. Do you know It's still my name above the door. So, yeah. Oh, wait, Jessica, Gatford, Jake, Kyle, stay there. You're coming up after the break. I, that I can guarantee. Uh, you can too as well, dear listener. Oh, wait, 44. Four. 499-1000. Stuff to talk about. Um, oh, time travel is possible. I time travel at the weekend. I'll mention that a bit later on. Um oasis batman oh and uh, remind me i'm going to remind you again because i really want to make sure you all do this okay there is going to be a second edition of film ring you have got homework and also 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 we are looking at having an event 
um, where we're going to screen outtakes from Kung Fu Elliot and also screen They Killed My Cat in London in August. I'm just waiting for an email to confirm the date, okay? Talk Radio. We got through an hour of the show. There's two more to go. There's no more straight to air. It will happen again at some point in the future, but um, we're certainly not having it tonight, okay? So after midnight, usual rules apply. Now's a good time to call 0844 499 1000. We call you back. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hang on a minute, my computer's crashed. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Let's quit you. Hang on a minute, guys. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Don't panic, Mr. Manning. Let's open you again. And let's try now. There we go. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for a living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge Or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That makes Eastwood look so fine resonated with me that kieran fallon thing i don't know anything about uh, jockeying it's all fixed jockeying is fixed isn't it horse racing is fixed isn't it isn't it is it i don't know not really interested but uh, it just and i don't even know where i heard it. it was on the news today kieran fallon has resigned from jockeying i don't think it's called that horse horse riding he's a jockey and he horse rides that's it isn't it um because he is suffering from depression and he just is i am coming with the exact phrasing he isn't feeling it anymore they wouldn't have said that in a news bulletin i don't even know what news bulletin it was um and it really just resonated with me a wouldn't it be great if whenever um you know people were suffering from depression i'm, I'm sure he's a very wealthy man right if we could all afford to um um call call them back because we got um way too many calls let me have those six calls and then tell them we'll call them back when we get through and lots lots of calls coming in we've got a lot of people i need to get through some have been waiting for ages i will get to jessica gafford jake kyle danbrose promise get you in a bit uh, what a fortunate position it is to be in where i've got that many calls but let me get through a couple of them before, before we start ringing anyone else back um it would be nice i'm, I'm sure he must be really really wealthy right N- not in any way detracting from what he's feeling at all but it, it it must be nice that's incorrect as well um oh to have the luxury of not having 
to work for financial gain, if you see what I mean. And that's not in any way detracting what the poor sod's going through at all. As someone who, who has been and who is going through depression, um, it would be... I'm trying to really trying to choose my language here and uh, uh, failing misery. What I was going to say is it will be good to be able to knock all this on the head and, and, and go and, and be ill. But good is not the right word. It will be good to feel well and to um, uh, be able to embrace every day and uh, welcome the challenges and um, uh, embrace the mistakes and the downs and enjoy the ups. And it sounds like Kieran Fallon is unable to do that. And that I can kind of identify with. If you're watching on Periscope, we've just had a little heart to heart about how I feel the show is going and where the show is and kind of, you know, where my head is in terms of, 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 you know, developing the show. And boy, oh boy, oh boy. If I had a million dollars, um, I'd buy you some art, maybe a Picasso or a Garfunkel. Thank you. But if I had a million dollars, um, I, I would knock this nonsense on their head straight away because this. All right. It's not a real job in the great scheme of things. But man, it's stressful. The stress of having to come in every night and dick around on the air for three hours. It's kind of um, uh I can't put it into words. If you suffer from depression, you'll understand this, but it's tearing my head apart. You know what I mean? It's ripping um, my head apart and my soul apart, right? But when it's good, I love it and I really, really enjoy it. And I think I'm quite good at it. It's not me blowing my own trumpet primarily because I don't have one. Um, When it's average, I think it's awful. And... I've got a mortgage and I've got kids and I haven't got the luxury of, of, um, uh, you know, being in a position where I can go, do you know what? I, I'm going to take six months, six month sabbatical because I can't afford it. You know, I can't afford it at all. There are bills to pay and, um, CDs to be bought, of course. Where am I going with this? I don't know. Um, uh, but I think what Kieran Fallon did, if that's what is going on, is, um, is kind of brave and is kind of amazing um to to for someone who is the top of their game the top 10 of their game i don't know i don't know sports to take such a stand and um you know if things are different then i'm flipping it man getting out of bed each day is hard work let me tell you that anyway with that in mind we continue the show oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand gatford's on the line evening gatford Good evening, boss. How are you? My head is... Um, my head... There's so much going on at the moment, right? Yeah. In, in terms of the world and, you know, my life and Britain and everything. I'm kind of... I'm feeling overwhelmed. There we go. That's 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 it. I'm feeling I, overwhelmed. Yeah, I, I see that. I see that. The thing is, you, um, you help us make sense of it all. Oh, Christ. No, I, no, but I don't want to put you under any pressure. But uh, with all the stuff that's going on and all the things and you know, yes. like it's quite nice to come around and listen to somebody dick around on the radio. Yeah, and I get that, and I, but, and I, I wish there was a show where, that, where I could listen to uh, 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 to that, and there isn't. I have to listen to this rubbish. I couldn't listen to this rubbish. And no, I'm not, you know, you, and you know, you've been listening long enough. I'm not saying this stuff because I then want loads of people to go. Oh, Ian, we think you're great and you're, you're fantastic, and we love what you do. So because I won't no, hear this that. Isn't, at all. This isn't self pity because no, you no. want people to say how great you are. It, this is genuinely how you feel. Yeah, and it, it's also it, 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 the, the, hearing the news about Kieran Fallon. 
just triggered yeah. off a series of thoughts throughout my head this morning that has then kind of played been, been circling my head throughout the day and um everything oh god it's so hard to put it into words i'm having an existential crisis everything is hanging in such a balance mm. and i mean you know everything in my life personally but also you know my career but also the, the 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 country seeing what's happened the last couple of weeks with the whole brexit thing right has made me realize and everybody's resigning now chris evans has resigned and farage has resigned and I johnson know. has resigned and, and michael gove is a two-faced slimy little so-and-so but did we think it, he was anything else? like we're the ship and the rats are leaving yeah yeah, yeah and cameron has resigned and it, it just shows to me that everything everything is hanging in such a fine state of balance that i can't finish that sentence i don't know i feel like no, I don't no. know. You, you, anyway. know you say that the fallon thing resonated with you yes I, I i don't i don't have the same feeling but do you ever get this where you see something in the news and you hear about a, a tragic story or someone who's gone on bad luck and if they've got the same name as you or if they share the same birthday as you it hits you twice as hard. Yeah. And I don't know where that comes from, and I can't remember the situation, but I remember there was a situation at work where someone had passed away, and they had the same thing. They were like 10 years younger, and I thought, oh, man. Yeah. And it just got me. And it, for no reason, like you say, the Kevin Fowler thing, it's like, here's someone, and sport is different. You know, he, isn't, he hasn't just decided yesterday and then given up. He's been doing that probably since he was a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Probably training, getting up early, yeah. sacrificing, probably loves it. I tell you what, I tell you what part, what partly is as well. And you can you move a little bit because you're breaking up a little bit. Is on, um, on Friday, I went to see Love, uh, play in Southampton. We, some of you may remember, we we had Johnny Eccles on, who's the guitarist from Love. They did one of the best albums of all times, Forever Changes. Arthur Lee was a genius. He's dead now and it's 10 years since he died. And I went and saw them, right? in this great little venue in Southampton, the Brook, I think it's called. And there weren't many people there. There were about 90 people there, right? I think I, think I saw a Twitter periscope. Yes, I did. I did. That was, was a brief one, yeah. It was, it was flipping brilliant, right? It was flipping brilliant. But as I was stood there, this is the weirdest thing, man, and it was like tripping, right? As I was stood there, I was travelling through time, Gatford. Now, this is going to sound nuts, right? This is going to sound like he's flipped. But I was literally in the same way that Dr. Sam Beckett, Scott Bakula in uh, Quantum Leap, travels within his own lifetime. I yeah. was, right, at various points, I was 19 years old and I was stood in the garage, uh, which is a venue in London, and I was watching Arthur Lee. Then I was 19 and I was, I was at the back. I, I could feel it, man. I was in the social, I was at the social, I was in sociology in Windsor College where I sat next to this guy, Nick, and we, we had nothing in common. And then we discovered that we both loved Arthur Lee in love and we're like, wow, how, how have you even heard of them? Then I was, uh, then I was 21 and I was at another concert and, um, which is one of the, the only occasion in my life where I've been stood next to a girl that I didn't know at a concert. And then we both just started snogging each other it was the most amazing thing that has never happened before or since and to make it even more embarrassing my sister was there with me and literally me, me and this girl we just started snogging at a concert it was incredible um and then i was then i was 16 and i was on the coach going to edinburgh listening to forever changes and then they played a song a really obscure song and suddenly i was i was um in my early 20 uh, i was 19 again i was walking the dog through burnham beaches where i grew up it was insane gatford and it every it was it was real
right? It was real. I was actually in those places. I wasn't remembering it. I was in those you places. I was there. It, it, it is amazing how music can yes. do that to you. Yes. I don't know what it is. I don't know what part of the brain it is, but music can evoke emotions that nothing else can. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it was just, it was all, it was, uh, it was, it was weird. And I think that that has kind of triggered. You think it's, you think it's unlocked these kind of emotions in you to give it a sort of, you know, sort of. I'm going to say yes, because it's an easy, it's an easy shorthand. And I, 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 I could spend all night trying to work out exactly. No, no, no. Yes. It's more complex than that, but I'm trying to go for the quick sort of, you know, psychological, um, insight. I'll be sending my billion later. Um, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I, I, I didn't personally, I don't personally do a lot of gigs. I haven't really done that. So I can't, I can't work with you on that one, but music certainly does it. Um, yeah. Anyway, so my head's a little anyway. bit wobbly. Anyway. I've got some new glasses and I'd like oh. to complain about how much they cost. Is that okay? Yeah, please do, mate. Yeah. Uh, two pairs of glasses, uh, one, uh, <laughs> sunglasses, 356 pounds. <laughs> I am disabled and the government is poking me well, with a sharp stick. Well, if they're poking you um, in the eye with a sharp stick, that's why you're going to need more. Well, hang on a minute. Surely the company that is, would you, would you want NHS specs or something? It's not the seventies. No, that would be nice. I've gone for, I purposefully went for the cheap range, even though they still look good on me. What yeah. doesn't? Right. Um, because, you know, I'm not rich. It's ridiculous. And also, what I don't like, and this is, this is the main point of the call, and yes. I will mention no names. Yes. Okay. If you're having your eyes tested, that's a medical thing, yeah? Yeah. But if it's in a building where there's also people selling glasses, yes. and they always say to me, ah, oh, Mr. Mr. Oh, let's get my son over there. Ah, oh, Gatford, they would Mr. say. Mr. Ford. You, yeah, they, uh, Mr. Ford, they, um, you, your eyes have, have gotten worse, straight yes. better. You need new lenses. Ah, oh, let me show you our latest range. Isn't it funny how that happens every time? Hang on a minute, though. You can get gla- glasses cheaper than that. No, because I need special, because oh. I'm the oh. I have Coated them. Special coated glasses. I'll coat your glasses with my fist in a minute. Can't you? There's the weird thing, isn't there? In some shops, you can just go in and buy glasses off the rack. I did. No, but I mean, but, no, but, no, but with, the, with the prescription in. You just go in and you can yeah. buy a pair of glasses for like a tenner that are like plus twos and minus ones or whatever, the, however it works. I've been blind for a long time. Well, that will that will learn you, Gatford. You see, that will learn you. Um, God, we've got so many calls. This is incredible. This is unprecedented behaviour. Jessica, could I come to you next? And we got Jake, we got Kyle, we got Dan, and we got Bruce, and we got everybody else. Yes, Jessica. Uh, yeah. Hello there, Ian. What was that? Was that a burp? Um, no, it wasn't at all. Oh, um, sounded like it. The music was playing, so it distorted a bit in my ears. That's why. Okay. Okay. Um, I can't even remember. It was so long ago that I called you up. Wasn't it just? That's the sound of your popularity. Yes, well, tonight, tonight, it's, it's because we've got a new production team, because those other slackers have been murdocked. Um, we seem to be getting a lot of calls through, so I, I think the right decision was made. Well, um, I, I, like I said, I, can't, I honestly can't remember what Come on, you must be, was it about, was it about Farage and Boris? No. Was it about um, the film The Imposter that I've set for homework for Film Ring? Oh, it might be. Well, have you seen it? Um, no, oh. but I, I, saw that you, <laughs> I saw that you invited him onto your show. Yes. And um, he texted you back, didn't he? He, he? Well, he tweeted you back. Right, for those who don't know, The Imposter, let me just set the scene ever so briefly, Jessica. The Imposter is a brilliant documentary. You can watch it on YouTube for free. It may be on Amazon Prime. It's not on Netflix. 
We are setting it for our hashtag film ring, named by a racist, which it was, um, homework. Um, uh, it was, it was named by a racist. And it's a good name. You, you know, it, you, you can't deny film ring is a great name. It's good. Um, uh, and I messaged uh, one of the main characters, the French guy, uh, the Spanish guy. Is he Sp- French or Spanish? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, and he basically told me to F off. But the um, private detective replied, and he's going to come on the show as be part of Film Ring. So that's very exciting. You should watch the film, Jessica. It's a good film. Well, I will. Um, maybe. Okay. Um, but mostly, you don't have to. Um, can we call him up and like, get him to investigate things? Well, he's. <laughs> He's, he's, um, a private investigator in wherever it is he is. He's, he's, in, he's in the middle of America somewhere. Yeah, but, I mean, I think... What well, would you like him to investigate? I looked at his Twitter. Yeah. And, and I started investigating a little bit. And I thought, wait a minute, um, I think he's quite old. Yeah, he's, he's, he's quite a big, portly, old gentleman. Yes. Perfect. Well, I mean, yeah, That's what you uh, want from a, a PI, isn't it? You don't want a Magnum running around all over the place, <laughs> driving a Ferrari, making love. Um, I haven't got... Uh, I, well, I haven't got a mystery to solve, but I could <laughs> probably make something up. <laughs> it, it does sound like a really cool job, doesn't it? I would love to be a private investigator, but I bet... How do you do it? How do you go around looking for clues? Well, I mean, Ian, have you have you seen his Twitter? I looked at his Twitter, and there seems every so often, periodically, he'll post something like saying, um, "Oh, I need your help. Can, have you have you seen this guy somewhere?" Oh, hang on, um, does he does he get all his clues from Twitter then? <laughs> yeah, and then and then someone will post things like, "Hey, have you dug all of the houses that they lived at? I think the mother did it, and the sister knows." And they'll go, "No, I've got more digging to do." I mean, I think that. Um, I think it'll be good to speak to him, you know, let's see what happens. Well, you, you can, we, we can ask him about being a private, he's in Texas, isn't he? Is, is that him? Um, well, yeah, yeah, Charlie is. Pye, I mean, there we go. Yeah. I got him, I got him. Um, we can ask him about how he does his detecting work and how he goes, um, how he goes about it. Yeah, he's, a, he's an old guy. I think he might be old school. Um, there was one Twitter post and he put, um, I need to check the ears on this suspect to see if he's the murderer. <laughs> yeah, he does! No, that's a big part of the film, is he can tell... This is how he worked out, that the guy that was pretending to be this missing kid wasn't the missing kid, apart from the fact he didn't look anything like the missing kid, um, was by the ears. He compared the ears. Well, um, how's the show, Zoe? <laughs> <laughs> look at how dismissive! Well, anyway, what, what do you, <laughs> you're not buying the ears theory. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, all right. The thing is, because I am the only person in my family, out of my wife and my two children, that has your actual proper earlobes. Well, the dang, you know the dangly bits. You know the the dangly bits of the ear. I was looking at them all the other day. They're all freaks. They don't have earlobes. They just have a perfectly curved ear, and there's no lobe hanging down. You know what? I know what I was going to talk about. How random your show is. Um, I've, I've not been how, listening how live random your mind is. Go on. Um, I've not been listening live for ages, but I listened to that and I thought, God, it's so random. I mean, um, Barry came on, obviously, that was lovely. Obviously. Um, and then um, that guy before, um, I, I didn't even know what he was talking about. What, was he talking about clocks or something? 
Um, he was talking about, ba- Barry was talking about banks, but I wasn't, if I'm honest, Jessica, I wasn't really listening. I know. I kind of used, whenever Barry calls in, I kind of use that as a time to just recharge my mental batteries. Um, and then that Gatford guy came on, yes. and um, I blanked out there too. And um, yeah, um, I think that I think that PI guy when he comes on, the first thing to do. Uh, I, I, I mean, obviously, I'm assuming he's just going to call up. Right. Um, just say to him, right? Um, get get like a. I mean, I don't know. Invite people to phone in with their mysteries. Get the best mystery, most mystery. Yeah. That you possibly can present it to him and yes. let's see what he does. But I can't help thinking from mm. looking at what I saw on his Twitter that um, he'll just compare the years. Yeah, yeah, he'll just go. <laughs> what were the years like? I need to know what the years look like before I can proceed with this. Hey, but, so- um, I think it's good to have guests and um, your topic. Oh. It's like oh. topic city tonight, isn't it? Oh look, we're getting a, a critique, a critique of the show. Fantastic! No, um, no, we've got some guests this week. This week we've got, I think, on Thursday we've got Miranda Sawyer coming in. Oh, I like her. She's brilliant, and she's written a brilliant book called um, "Out of Time" about midlife crises. Perfect. It's brilliant. Friday we've got Limmy coming on. Fair enough. Do you know who Limmy is? Um, he's the Scottish... Oh, you do? Yes, yes, I like him. He was addicted to quite or something. <laughs> he was, yes, yeah, yeah, I like him, he's good. And <laughs> no, then next honestly, week... I think, yeah, he, he seems like a nice bloke. He is, he's, I think he's funny. I know he divides yeah. people, but I think he's funny. And then yeah. next week we've got um, um, the lead singer from the Young Rascals coming on as well. So we've got, we got guests, and I'm going to try and book a few more guests, because I, I, I want to have a few more guests on. Um, but, you know, it's still early days. I do wonder if... if, if um, uh, what this show is, and then I, I try not to think about it and just let it happen. Honestly, Ian, I'm, I'm loving the show. Um, I've listened to you for ages, and this is the best you have ever sounded. I take I take that as a great compliment, Jessica, because I know you've been listening for ages, and I appreciate that. It's very kind of you. Thank you very much. Bye then. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Hello, Jake. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Jessica's cheered me up because I like Jessica, and um, yeah, I, she was nice, wasn't she? she? She's I nice. Yes, yes. Um, I, I found in a while ago. I think I caught the end of you talking about those credit card machines that you type in the little buttons. The pin sentry. The pin sentry. Yeah. What the hell is that? Yeah, you type in six numbers, and then this code comes up, and you can log into your bank account. Is that right? Well, I type in my pin number, which is four numbers, and then an eight-digit code comes up that means you can log into your bank. How the hell does it yeah. work? I don't know, but my boss. His uncle invented it, apparently. Whoa, come on. No. You're kidding me. No, but I, I, he kept it top secret, but he died, like, very recently. And he went to the funeral. Oh, here we go. And, here we, um, go on, here we go. He, Sorry, I should have known. All right, I'll step, I'll step back from the microphone. Away you go. Off you go. Jake, over to you. No, no, no I've got no more than that, because I think it might be, like, you know, like, top secret. They're not going to release this stuff, because everyone would be just, you know taking your money you'll be taking my money but he lost his mind it was obviously such a good invention but he lost his mind like at the age of 50 and was in a care home for a long time because it was you know that's obviously one of the cleverest things that's ever been done i'm waiting for the punchline about how they couldn't get that they couldn't um get access to the coffin or something the steady on we could we could have let that go but i've dumped it this is a yellow card jake you potty mouth fool yeah, sorry first call first call. first first call first first swear first dump of the night it's always good to get a, a, a dump out of the way <laughs> so here's your boss your boss's uncle yes invented he the pin sentry I, I think he was one of three people that invented it 
and it was such a big undertaking that it blew his but mind it blew his mind and also the fact they didn't paint into it so they made no money from it mm. that's terrifying isn't i it? don't but i wonder if if um the greatest inventors you know darwin's um theory of evolution uh, yeah yeah vaguely was it darwin <laughs> Was it Darwin? I've said it out loud. It doesn't make that doesn't sound right. It must have been. Yes, yeah, Charles Darwin. Darwin. Charles Darwin. Of it is. He yes. ni- he nicked that from who? I, I can't remember the oh. name of the guy. I listened to it on on the radio the uh, the other day. He nicked it. The bloke that invented um, televisions, Logie Baird. He nicked that from someone else. I think Edison Edison nicked electricity from someone. They all nicked it from God. Someone had, someone had a much cheaper, safer form of electricity that you could wire houses up with. And Edison's was really, really expensive and quite dangerous. And, but, but they went with his. Capitalism, my friend. Capitalism, my friend. Do you see? Do you see? Yes. You can't trust anybody these days, Jake. You can't trust anybody. Thank you very much for that. Uh, yeah, he did. Thank you, thank you, thank you, da- thank you, David, my producer. Jake, he nicked it from Tesla, some bloke called Tesla. Tesla, the bloke who's in the uh, Eiffel Tower in that film with George Clooney. Mm. Have you seen that where they turn the Eiffel Tower into a rocket and they mm. fire off into space? No, I've not. But it sounds <laughs> awesome. Why didn't I yeah. think of that? <laughs> yeah, there's like they go to the Eiffel Tower and there's there's like a statue of Tesla. Yes, who invented he invented like electricity and batteries or something. Yeah, I think there's uh, Edison, there's Dr. Eiffel. What's his name? It's obviously not his name. Steve Eiffel. Eiffel. Steve, Steve Eiffel. Eiffel. Yeah. And uh, someone else. And yes. they turn it and they go back in back in time. Or, no, they go into the future. Sorry. Well, dude, what the hell is this film? It sounds awesome. It's called Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland? Yeah, George I- Clooney and some young girl... And she gets, like, a badge, and she touches it. And when she touches it, oh. she goes into the future. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Well, it's not come up on... A t- oh, Tomorrowland. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. This could be a real yes. film. <laughs> Action Adventure <laughs> Family. Please say it's real, because if I've made this up, I'm in trouble. Bound by a shared destiny, a teen bursting with scientific curiosity and a former boy genius inventor embark on a mission <laughs> to unearth the secrets of a place somewhere in time and space that exists in their collective memory. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can buy that for a penny off of um, <laughs> Amazon. If you pay a penny, you've overcharged. Jake, thank you very much indeed. I'll wait for 4499 Yes, Kyle! Evening, you all right? Evening, Kyle. What you got for us? Well, do you know, I rang up originally to uh, continue uh, a Twitter argument with Gatford, oh. but he's gone. He's gone, he's gone, he's long gone, long gone. What? He's, he's gone. What was, your then, be- what was your beef with Gatford? Uh, I don't know, he just uh, put on Twitter this uh, this morning that he wanted to fight with somebody, so uh, I took the challenge. Well, I'd love I'd love to punch a man. I mean, really, properly. What, Gatford? No, but I'd, I wanna, I'd, love to, I'd love to know what it feels like. I've often... F- f- fantas- fantasise is too strong a word, but I've often wondered what it would be like with all my might and with, without gloves on, with, with bare knuckle, to mm. punch a man with all of the force I could muster. And it would take three punches, because the first two I wouldn't be able to do it. But by the third one, oh, I'd be angry. Why would you be angry? <clears throat> Because the first two hadn't gone as I, I liked. One of the great... Here's one of... When I used to work at LBC, and I had a producer called Agent Chris, and um, if the show wasn't very good, uh, the way I would get him to energise me, 
right and this is still one of my favorite things i won't let um dave the producer do it now because he's a big lad but Mm. um is although i could take it is for someone you know when they punch you and give you a dead arm here Mm. punch you there i get i'd get him to give me a dead arm because it's weird right dead arm if it's done properly right and they've got to be a a, a good aim right because if they miss and get you in the chest or something it hurts a dead arm doesn't actually hurt that much it's mm. just a very it's like a chinese burn chinese burn doesn't hurt it's but it's a very satisfying feeling of just having a dead arm and it makes you fe- it makes you feel alive i reckon kath could do that to you and i reckon you kath has done cry. it no kath has done it and when i used to work at the other place me and kelly used to give each other dead arms and then i get told off for hitting her because she was only five foot one she asked me to Nah, Kelly wouldn't go for that. Yeah, she would. I had a terrible thing. I was in, um, um, uh, I've had three cups of coffee today, which is, which is bad, bad form. And I had one before the show. And it was in Cafe Nero. And there were these two girls, and they recognised me, right, from, um, <clears throat> I don't know, I'm guessing from Big Brother. Mm. They recognised me. And they were giggling at me, right? And I moved from one seat to another, because a comfy seat came up. And I just wanted to sit and read. And I moved in, like, and it was really awkward, and I'm picking up my bag, and I was dropping stuff. And they were giggling, right? And then I sat there thinking, I hope they go away because I don't want them to watch me walking out because right? I'll be really mm-hmm. self-conscious. But then I got a dead leg, right? And I had to go. I had to come into work and I had a dead leg. And I was thinking, oh, no, they're going to watch me kind of shuffling along with a dead leg. And they're going to think I look ridiculous. I managed to walk kind of normal, kind of normal. And then I got to the door and I was, um, I was pulling the door and it wasn't opening because it was a push door, wasn't it? It was a push, not a pull. So I looked mm. like a Muppet. Oh, you don't want to do that. These things, uh, these things happen. Never mind. Never mind. You don't want to do that. Well, I did so, it. Did it. I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you for, uh, some advice. Is that all right? Yeah, go on. Well, it's a bit weird and it's w- really weird doing it on national radio. Yeah. Uh, but what do you do? Two questions for you. What do you do if, one, you're about to be imminently fired from your job? Well, do you know? Who have you spoken to? Have you seen Rupert? What has he said? Well, no, apparently uh, you're going and I'm going. Uh, and also, what happens if you fall in love with somebody you're not supposed to, to quote the classic song? Um, well, that's not quoting. What, what song is that quoting? Mostly, well, I, I paraphrase. It's, uh, well, then don't then say to paraphrase the famous song, not to quote it. Okay, first things first. You know you're going to lose your job, do you? Uh, I would imagine it's imminent in 13 weeks, yeah. Take a dump on the boss's table. Does that work? Yeah, well, 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 well you're going to lose your job, so you might as well take a poo on his table. Enjoy yourself. Oh. Enjoy yourself. Well, okay, what, solids or... Yeah, yeah, just, just take a dump what? on his table. Just get up there while he's in there having a meeting and do it. Right, okay. No, good advice. Okay. Um, and the second thing... Ah, love's fair arrow strikes again in a place where it's not meant to. I don't know, mate. You're screwed. Oh, well, you're supposed to help me. I did, mate. You're, you're absolutely screwed. Dan's on the line. Good evening, Dan. Good evening. Hello. Hello, Dan. What you got for us? You sound quite liberated tonight. Um, um, expand. You were able to talk about your opinions on Brexit particularly the frog-faced loon. Yes. What's it like to be liberated like that? Because you were quite hamstrung, weren't you, for, what, six months now? 
Well, no, I wasn't hamstrung. I didn't. I didn't want to talk about it. So, um, and 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 um, the the, the but uh, to be able to talk about it and actually give an opinion. Well, I was, I was able to talk about it. It wasn't six months. It's not Perder. It's not called Perder, is it? When it was the referendum, because it's not. It's not um, a, an election. But whatever the 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 the, um, the the word is, it didn't last six months. I think it only lasted. Didn't it last three months? Maybe four months. Or About we three or four to. months. Yeah. Um, but you would still have. You wouldn't have been able to say that these people were idiots and tosses you would actually have to find a reason to say that but i would have but, but up, up until that period was declared i would have been able to say that i just chose not to say yeah. I, I've been, I would have been able to say it while, while this station has been on air i just chose not to that's quite interesting also you know since Catherine ed was sacked yes your new producers are quite good i've been on hold a while yeah Okay. Yeah. Now, one of them actually came on the line and said, "Sorry for the wait, Danny. Yeah. You're okay to keep holding." Yeah, we go. You see, that is yeah. that is professional. That's David who's done that. He's yep. excellent. He's got um, his his teeth are too good, but don't worry, we can sort that out. He's talented. He's handsome. He's tall. He's buff. He's everything you'd want from a male producer, Dan. Exactly, and you've been without a male producer for so long. You yes. know, I think you are better off without Kat. I haven't had a male producer for per, i mean uh, as a permanent fixture for well davis was the last one and he was, it was um, absolute wasn't it yeah, early absolute yeah so six seven years ago and i mean we didn't we didn't get on particularly well me and davis it has to be said it was uh, my list of um, my top 10 favorite producers bearing in mind i've only had eight he comes in at 11 so it's it was a it was a tough time <laughs> it's a tough when time. are we going to get eloise on um she's posh now she is posh she she uh, do you know i haven't spoken to her for ages we text each other i'll send her a little text after the show tonight she doesn't want to come on ah and what about kelly she doesn't want to come on either we tried to get her on last week for those who don't know these are people that i've worked with in other lives and i'm still kind of i still text them from time to time they don't they don't want to come on they don't want to know allowed on um (laughs) daily we'll get daily on one night i'm sure we will He'd be very good on this station. He'd be good on this station, but he loves, you know, he loves working for BBC Three Counties Radio. So it's weird because I said I had this dream last night. I was back at school, and one of the teachers was the woman who who shafted me uh, uh, at BBC Three Counties. And I remember I, I gave her a real, a real piece of my mind. Oh, dream. Evans, Evans, that was it. I've been on hold that long. Oh yeah, go on. Say, talking about breakfast show hosts that have got sacked over the years. Um, Evans, I think he was always going to quit after one series. Is he staying for the? Is he seeing the whole series of Top Gear out? It's or- done. It finished last night. That oh. was it. But it only lasted about six weeks. It was exactly six weeks. It was going to be eight. Got cut back to six. Flipping it! B- before it started broadcasting, it wasn't cut back. It was a few months ago. They said it's only going to be six instead of eight. Blimey! I, I thought it, he took it on because he was. I suppose you'd say a useful idiot because. He's bulletproof in terms of his ratings. Yep. If Top Gear fails, which it was always going to, because yes. a certain crowd want Clarkson and his meat, um, but, you know, whoever took over, Poison Chalice. So let's put somebody in who can afford to yes. not run the franchise into the ground, but can take a big old risk with his own career without actually risking anything. Someone tweeted someone, something excellent today. The BBC think Top Gear is a programme about cars. It's not. It was a programme about Clark, May and Hammond. Yeah. And that's what it was. That's what Top Gear was. It was. It was. It's not about cars. It's about those three blokes driving around and being, you know, being politically incorrect and saying stuff that we're not allowed to say anymore and being obnoxious racists. That's exactly. what the show, that's what the show was. 
but they couldn't dump the show. They had to dump Clarkson. They had no choice. Yes. They didn't want to, obviously, yes. but they had to. So let's relaunch the show in the mould that, strictly speaking, it officially is. Yeah. And now let's have somebody who will quit after a series with no effect to his career. News so not is, it, is it um, LeBlanc? Is LeBlanc going to be doing it next series? Or are they all well, bailing? I say so. He, I think he was parachuted in as just to send it, say it a bit to America, but he's very good. Oh, well, there you go. I shall, I shall oh, never watch it. Yes? It's not Dan. What do you mean it's not Dan? Who is this, then? It's Noel Edmonds again, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no! Seriously, this is getting beyond a joke, mate. Can you stop it? I know, it stopped being funny about three seconds into the first call, didn't it? No, it stopped being funny in 1978. Can you stop doing your prank calls, <sighs> Noel, please? I'm never going to stop. Not until I have bought the BBC and launched my 21st iPod Shuffle radio station. I'm going to find you first, Noel, and I'm going to punch you in the nose. Yes, Bruce, good evening. Hip-hop hip! Hip-hop hippity-hop. How are we doing, sir? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. What you got for us? Good, good, good. Um, well, first of all, I, I feel a bit bad saying now after the last caller, but um, oh. I've got to agree. These, these new producers you've got, they're, they're top. Yep, they're, they they're are, really good. They are tip-toppity-tippity-top-tops. Yes, they certainly yeah. are. Well, this, I, is, this, is, this is why Murdoch is so powerful, no. because Murdoch, Murdoch picks the best, and he's certainly mm. picked the best in. It's a real pleasure to be working with these guys. Oh, yes, no, I can completely understand. Yes. Um, I've seen the imposter. It's very good. Yeah. So, this is uh, this is the, this is everyone's early. homework for film rig. I'm hoping we're going to do it next Monday. I'm just waiting back from Charlie Parker, the private eye in the movie, to make sure he can do next Monday. But uh, go and watch The Imposter. It's on YouTube. I've just tweeted a link to it on Vimeo, um, so you can watch it for free. It's a brilliant documentary. Did you enjoy it? I did. I mean, I, I, to be fair, I'll, I'll watch it again because it's probably about two or three years since I watched it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, some documentaries are just completely gripping from start to finish, and this yeah. is one of them. Even though it was probably a little bit predictable in some ways, didn't stop it being as captivating as it was. You, did you find it predictable? At every, every, at every corner, my mind was bl- And this is the joy of film ring, right? Because we're not all go- When I tweeted I was going to do it, I had some people go, oh, brilliant, and some people go, oh, that film's rubbish. So this is the joy of it, is no, there is no right or wrong answer. Um, but I found every corner of it completely blew my mind. Oh, when I say that, I mean, uh, what, I mean, like, the outcome. I, I could start yeah. to see coming country mile. But, yeah, absolutely, the twists and turns... Um, yeah, I, I, di- I didn't see all of those coming, just the, the kind of final outcome, really. Yeah. But, um, no, no, no brilliant documentary. Um, you talked about um, Lenny Henry earlier. Yes. And it reminded me, because we're too young to talk about where we were when we heard JFK got shot. Yes. Um, or where Elvis died. Where were you when uh, you heard Lenny Henry had made a film where he whites up? Is that what you're going to no, say? No, no, no. No? No, no. Oh. When, where were you when you found out Lenny Henry was no longer funny? Because I think it was just after Chef. I think it was was Chef was Chef Chef was a drama, wasn't it? It was a it was a kind of comedy drama. It was a time when they were just starting they to were, kind of go they, down that route. Do you remember they they used to use a word a dramedy? Do you remember that yeah. dramedy? It's a cross between yeah. a drama and a comedy. So if people don't laugh too much, they can go, oh, it's, it's drama. And if they do laugh, go, oh, yeah, it's comedy, dramedy. I think it was before then. The last funny thing I remember him doing was the um, Delbert Wilkins radio show, where he was Delbert Wilkins. And I went to see it being filmed once, and I loved it. It was it was Delbert Wilkins, and he ho- he had a pirate radio station in the back of I think in the back of a cafe. 
Okay. I think. And I must have been, that must have been 1983, 1983 was that? God, I'm scratching in the back of my memory there with that one. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, I, I remember him being funny towards the late 80s, but that was really about, about it. But, uh, yeah, just somebody who I remember being really, really funny, and it's just gone the biggest well, downward spiral. I don't know, I, I don't know if I'd, if I'd ever describe Lenny at any point in his career as really really funny i mean okay that was that was funny but i was nine you know and and anybody doing (laughs) silly voices long drawn out words is funny theopolis p wildebeest was never funny that was always just awful um i mean he was funny in three of a kind and tis was i wasn't allowed to watch tis was uh he was bbc yeah. yeah we had to watch we had to watch um swap shop yeah middle class we, we had aspirate we we're working class but my mum had aspirations for us to be middle class you see so yeah. that's why but i don't i don't think i've never quite got excuse me i've never quite got the lenny henry thing to be honest no no i think he's a bit overrated um you, you mentioned sir that lenny sir stuff. lenny henry to you now boy sir lenny henry oh he's not like a sir ben kingsley is he yeah he's, he's sir lenny henry now do you know, have you heard, ever heard about, uh, I've known people that work with Ben Kingsley and you can't call him Ben. He says, my name is three letters and it's, uh... Oh, flipping heck. Yeah, yeah. Does that no, surprise that, me? Film sets. I'm not, I don't know about out elsewhere. Um, at the top of the show, I'm... Oi! Mentioned... Ben! Ben! <laughs> Oi! Ben! Do your Gandhi! Go on! It's, my name is Sir. <laughs> All right, go on, Sir. Do your Gandhi, Sir. Go on! Let's have your Gandhi! To be fair, I heard that story on the set of Thunderbirds, and I wonder who's probably a bit not. Yes, well, <laughs> but, you know. um, did you uh, did you mention earlier you wanted to talk about Batman? Oh yeah, I tell you why, right? Because again, I bought, I made two impulse purchases in the co- in the Ooh. coffee shop tonight. Right, one they were playing Half a World Away by Oasis, so I bought Oasis the Master Plan for nineteen pence. Then there was a group of girls. They were there were four girls, and they they were no older than ten. They were there with their dad. And they started singing, Batman. And I thought, ooh. And I remembered that about last year or two years ago, Batman came out on Blu-ray, right? And it was about 150 quid. And I thought, ooh, I'm going to have a little look. I'm going to see if if they've reduced the price. And they hadn't. The deluxe set with all the extras and the toy car and all of that stuff is still 150 quid. But, 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 but. You can buy all of the episodes, right, for 32 quid on Blu-ray. On Blu-ray. Now, there is a downside, right? It's on Amazon UK. It's an Italian release. So the box is in Italian. But according to all of the reviews, the menus and all the episodes are in English. It's just the box that's in Italian. I thought, beautiful. 32 quid, right, including postage... So I bought that, and I was thinking, I wonder if... Because the boys know Batman from the cartoons. Mm. They don't know it from anything else. And I'm, I'm wondering if the boys will dig Batman from 1966 to 1968. Now, also this month, coming very soon... Oh, I can't wait. I've got the Monkeys um, remastered episodes on Blu-ray coming. So it's two things from the same era... Um, and I'm just wondering, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to enjoy Batman, I'm going to whack it on, right? And I mm. wonder if the boys will get it, or if they'll think it's too hokey. 
Well, it was always too hokey. We always thought it was too no, hokey. I, I don't because I mean the thing is, um, I was at, uh, it was a very strange time for me because I remember watching Batman in the eighties, yeah, early eighties, yeah, and so that was my first exposure. And then eighty nine, we had Tim Burton's Batman, yeah. But you know what? And I think maybe it could have been down to my age. I was probably about eight or seven, eight at the time, something like that. But I, I found both to be enjoyable in their own ways. Yeah. And to be honest, even watching, because um, one of the ITV channels shows Batman nowadays, and um, obviously a few years ago, and even catching your episode, still found myself quite drawn into it. Yeah. It's a different way of doing Batman, but I don't think it stops it being enjoyable. I remember, and also, let, I mean, let's be honest, Julie Newmar, as the original Catwoman... Flipping heck, man. I mean, I don't, I don't like this show being dragged down to the gutter, but flipping heck, Julie Newmar in that outfit. Oh, God. I mean, oh, oish. I became a man watching her. You know, it's funny because I didn't really, I think when Batman, when I was watching Batman, I was probably a bit too young for that. But yeah. when Batman Returns came out, um, Michelle Pfeiffer was, I think, my first proper crush in that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite funny that uh, we're talking about two different Catwomen from two different eras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The impact was the same. I was, I was too, too young because in the series there, there are loads of different people play Catwoman. There's Julie Newmar. There was um, Eartha Kitt. Eartha did, Kitt, yeah. Did Joan Collins play Catwoman in the series once? Uh, I want to say she played Cleopatra, and but maybe I that was it. Completely wrong. But there was a third. I'm sure there was a third Catwoman, also Batgirl. Um, but, yes, but yeah. I was too young for for Catwoman. But it still it stirred something within me. Mm. It stirred mm. something within me. And Julie Newmar is just. I mean, wow! What a, what a stunning woman she was, guys. Wowzers! Oh, absolutely! What a woman. Um, one just one quick thing before yeah, go I, I go because I know I'm taking up a lot of time. I would listen to the uh, the unknown stuntman earlier. Yes, yes. And the first line of the song is um, is it rumours about Farrah? Uh, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. That's it. I, you know what? It was only tonight, and I've heard that song so many times. Yeah. It was only tonight, I thought, hang on, at the time of him recording yes. that song, yes. they were married, weren't they? Yes, they were, ladies and gentlemen. I just, yeah, I just saw, good, I just saw it? it as she was a hot woman of that time. But of course, I, I forgot they were actually a couple. So. Here we go. This is a phone in for the next yeah. hour. Um, uh, people who have sung songs about their wives. Bonus point. Bonus point. If they actually mention the wife's name in the song, something, something by George Harrison is um, uh, uh, about Patty Boyd, who is his <laughs> wife. As yeah, is, yeah. as was, um, uh, "Wonderful Tonight" by Eric Clapton was about his wife, Patty Boyd. Yes. Yeah, but uh, any sure, songs where they mention the wife's name, we'll put it out there, Bruce. I wait four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Claire, hello. You just stipulated that they had to mention the name, and the cure officially says you doesn't mention her name, but it's definitely about his wife. Well, I'm saying you get bo- you get a bonus point if the if the name is mentioned in there. I don't think it is. Taking your speakerphone now. There we go, I'll thank you. You caught me without my list. I was a lot less anxious when I had my list in front of me. Um, because <laughs> um, I've been, um, yeah, trying to gather the courage to call you for ages. And you said something earlier that um, resonated with me. Yes. Was, was it that Nigel Farage is a cowardly tosser? Was it that? Well, obviously, you know, yes. um, there is that. But no, I'm not very good at politics. Shh. 
Okay. Can we talk about that? No, no, like, no, no, um, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. It was actually about being depressed, but um, yes. obviously, you know, you get these uh, clunky gear changes, and I, yeah. I love that about your show. Um, but you were talking about it earlier, yes, and uh, it put a bee in my bonnet. Um, yeah, I love uh, that song uh, by They Might Be Giants, and it all ties in with the fact that um, when you're really depressed, right, it's yeah. impossible to get out of bed some days. Yeah, like it's just impossible. Yeah, and uh, it's got worse and worse and worse for me. And recently, um. The only thing that I can get out of bed for is is called roller derby. You remember us? Oh, for crying out loud! You're that blooming roller derby nut woman. No, I'm a different one, but oh. I am one of them ones. Oh, for goodness' sake! What sakes. I wanted to tell you is yes. that I do suffer, and I'm never been good at anything ever before. Um, and uh, like you were on the radio, yeah. you found what you're good at. Yeah, yeah. And it's what you can get out of bed for. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Roller Derby. But I still don't get this Roller Derby, Claire, because I've watched the videos of it, right? <laughs> and it's just, it's just you knocking seven bells of whatever out of each other, isn't it? Um, there's a, there's, I could try and explain it really quickly. Because I'm head of coaching this year, so Go I should on. be able to do this. Explain it. Um, I'm the ball. I wear a star on my head, and what I do, it's like rugby. I draw out their defenders, and yeah. I make them leave gaps in their defence, and I run through it, and I score points as I do that. And my um, my blockers help me to do that whilst they're um, defending the opposing jammer. That's so what we're called. Are there, oh, I'm a bad man, my jammer. So are there... There are uh, some amazing songs about Roller Derby. Roller Derby Girl, um, I think it's called. Uh, check it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to, I don't do Twitter, so I can't beat you links. And you don't? I know you don't look at I don't, I don't click. I don't click links. Well, this is the thing, you see. I don't even have a Twitter. Well, I do, oh. but I don't have the app for it, so I rarely, rarely good, look good at that. Good for you. Thing. I, yeah, no, yeah, Who sings Roller Derby enough. Girl, then? I'd love to be able to tell you. It's on my playlist, but I can't tell you when I'm looking... I can't look at it while I'm talking to you. Wow. Um, Kung Fu Elliot, uh, Revelation. Yeah. I, I called... I was watching it alone when I... And uh, I did call porn early on, because you just... You kind of recognise the scene set up, right? Yes. <laughs> um, but then I was like... Then I was like, well, actually, you know, I saw her face and the anger, and so either she's a really good actress or... Um, yeah. We I, are going to have... Still, we are going to have in August... Um, one Sunday night, we're going to have a, a, a night where we hire a little cinema or a little room and we're going to invite people to come along and sell tickets and we're going to show outtakes from Kung Fu Elliot. We're going to show They Killed My Cat and we're going to have a live Q&A with the, um, with the directors. There may well be a couple of roller derby girls at that. Brilliant. Yeah, we're quite interested. Brilliant. We've, we've definitely, um, definitely enjoyed that. There's a couple of other things I just wanted to say. Really you got 20 seconds. Died, uh, matter of life and death. Everybody go home and watch that. The David oh, Niven film, everyone was talking. Just, beautiful. If you haven't yes. seen it, I swear to God. And Adam Buxton and Scroobius Phipps podcast. If I hadn't listened to yours, I wouldn't have listened to theirs. Thank you very much. Claire, thank you very much indeed. Of course, we've just been reminded by Oh Yoko by John Lennon is a song about his missus and he mentions her name in it. Oh, wait, four, four, Four nine nine one thousand. Talk radio. Now is an excellent time to call because straight to air has gone for a while anyway. So uh, Sam stayed there. Oh eight four 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 nine nine is oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. That's it. I knew there were some more numbers at the end. Is the phone number? I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio, and we'll talk after the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. So uh, no more straight to air, at least not for uh, a, a while. And I think that's the way to go. You can have too much of a good thing, and I was relying in on it a little bit too much to uh, to kind of by getting rid of straight to air. I have to work a little bit harder, you see, and I need to work a little bit harder to up my game. So if you give us a call now, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand, you will um, speak to Dave, and he will take your number, and he will call you back. Sam's on the line. Yes, Sam. Hello, you okay? Yeah, I'm good, Sam. What you got for us? A um, couple of things. Well, well, well sorry, uh, the first thing is Dave is fantastic. He's pretty decent. Yeah, decent um, decent Mo- down to earth. Yeah, d- as, my tweet said, yes. as my tweet said, Murdoch done good. I never thought I'd say that, but I just did. Um, uh, a while ago, well, on the show, you, um, like, in the show, you were talking about Nigel Farage, and, again, as my tweet said, I just want to say, Thank you for saying that because it kind of spoke everyone's mind. A lot of people's well, minds. Well, 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 hang on a minute. Well, well, didn't speak well, everyone's sorry. mind at all because there's a lot of people no, that no, think no. that that don't see him for the um, the obnoxious fascist racist that he obviously is. They see him as um, a, a man who uh, speaks for the common man, who um, uh, uh, says what we're all thinking, and um, has has achieved something great. He's not. He's not achieved anything great. He's completely screwed no. up this entire country, and then he's ran off because he doesn't yeah. want anything to do with it. Here's the thing. I bet he's done a deal with one of the Tory leader hopefuls. I don't know which one. I don't know which one. I can't work out which one. It won't be Stephen Crabb. It won't be Stephen Crabb, because Crabb hasn't got a chance, right? Because he's a horrible, obnoxious homophobe who thinks that gay people can be cured. Stephen Crabb, Mm. he voted against gay marriage. All right, that's one thing. That's one tiny bigoted thing. He thinks gays can be cured. All right, Steve. All right, big Steve and your weird Lego beard. So it's got to be... Uh, Farage must have done a deal with one of mm. the, the, the people that stands a good chance of winning. And yeah. that's only May. And I know yeah. it sounds a bit weird and a bit left of centre, but I think Farage might have done a deal with Theresa May. Could be. You never know. You never know for a little bit of something. A little bit of something. There's more There's more going on than meets the eye, right? None of these people do anything unless it will benefit them. And for Farage yeah. to step down... And by the way, Boris Johnson ain't going to stand for um, uh, Prime Minister now. He ain't going to stand for it now. He will do one day. Mm. You mark my words. One day when um, uh, the, the the next uh, whoever wins this, and it's going to be Theresa May, when she eventually gets voted out by a general election, which will happen, maybe the next general election, but the one after, that's mm. that's when Johnson will then come in with his blundering horse and will um, try to take over the party. He ain't gone. Johnson ain't gone. It just ain't in his interest to run for prime minister now. She's preparing, like planning it, like you know, he's figuring it all out. Because he's a slimy little so and so. I wanted to, I wanted to, um, the uh, the, uh, the caller called 
before the news, uh, the Roland Derby girl. Yes. As a person. Yes. Um, like, I'm, I'm not depressed right now, but obviously I've gone through terrible times and horrible feelings and stuff. And, um, like, YouTube has been the one thing for me personally that has kept me not going alive or whatever. But yeah. it's, it's one thing that I put all my effort into and I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a video today. But recently, yes. Um, yes. my mental health has kind of not spiraled out of control, obviously, but I mean, like, I've got confidence to do this. But I watched... Um, Orange is the New Black, which is fantastic. But I watched four seasons in four days. You binge watch that whole thing, blimey! I know, I know. Yes. And it's like all that time, like laying in bed, just watching it, and like not be having much of a social life. Well, I haven't got one anyway. But that's kind of completely killed my motivation to do anything. And um, it's weird because I'm I'm like 500 subscribers away from 10,000 subscribers, which is a massive, massive like milestone. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, not having any motivation yes. terrifies me because yeah. I'm like, you know, I should just go for it and make decent videos. But I guess the point I make is, what do you do when you have a creative block? Or... I don't know. Well, a creative block is different from um, um, having no motivation to get out of bed. Yeah, yeah, I get you there. Yeah. The thing is, I can't. The, th- the thing is, with me. Um, I, 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 in terms of creative block, and let's focus on that as opposed to, you know, not being able to see yeah. any, any light in the world because you're so depressed you want to jump off a tall building, which I have had. Um, mm. I, I can't, if I have a creative block, it's tough because I have to come in and do, I have to perform and create for three hours a day. So if I yeah. have a block, I have to, I, I, I have to, um, uh, revert to a kind of, I kind of have a template. I kind of have a default robot mode, right? Where I can do a three hour show easily. Might not be any yeah. good, but I can do it. Um, and, and, and that's what I have to revert to. So I have to perform like a monkey three hours a day, five days a week. Otherwise I don't get paid. Yeah. I mean, so, I so I, 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 in terms of creative blocks, I, I don't know. I don't know because I'm 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 in a blessed stroke cursed position where I'm I can't have a creative block or if I do I have to fake it to make it. There you go, fake it to make it. That's what you need to do. That's what yeah. a suggestion. I remember that. Fake it to weird. make it. It's strange because obviously, like I haven't got a I haven't got a routine when it comes to videos. I make a video whenever I want, and this week I've made a pledge to myself and my subscribers that I will do a video every day for a week about starting YouTube because. It will give me um, pride and pleasure knowing that I've inspired people to be something that they might enjoy in the future and connect other people with like a sort of butterfly effect to kind of like dominoes kind of thing. Yeah. And um, I just want to like, if, 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 if there's people out there who are struggling, find your thing and, you know, whether it's drawing, whether it's talking to a camera for five minutes and then editing it or whatever. You know. Well, I, as I always add the, the caveat when when you say that you say that to people, if that's right for you, because for some people, yeah. uh, hearing that, and I know this is now you intending it, but I just want to take the pressure off anybody. Some people mm-hmm. hearing that find you find your thing I, I i'm really trying not to say you should do this you should do that because yeah, yeah, you yeah. shouldn't and i'm not talking to you personally i'm talking to just, you know the invisible person family you shouldn't do anything that, but you know apart from what feels groovy for you and to say to some people well you should try and find the thing that that makes you feel this or makes you feel that 
if, bit. If it wasn't, and I'm not, this isn't a criticism at all. I'm just, it, 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 it isn't like that. And some people might feel guilty that they haven't found the thing that they can do because maybe there isn't a creative thing that they can do. Maybe there isn't. And maybe it isn't right for them, you know. So everybody, yeah. you know, no one should do anything, you know, just, just, you know, be groovy, man. Be groovy. Yeah. Sam, thank you for that. I want to go to Cat. Hello, Cat. Oh, hello. Oh, hello, Cat. How put, are you? Put, put that down. <laughs> put whatever it was you were holding down and <laughs> and click it shut and uh, focus. I'm all right. My friend Paul Garner has just mentioned Crispy Peking Duck on um, on Twitter, and now it's got me... What, what on earth are you doing? I'm getting... <laughs> what are you doing? I'm getting ready for bed. <laughs> oh, I say. Oh, nothing so exciting. Oh, you're ta- it sounds like you're taking your wooden leg off. Have you got a wooden leg? Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, what what do they make legs out of these days? Because it was for a while it was cork, um, then it was wood. Plastic, isn't it? Is it plastic? It's plastic, I suppose. Yeah, they're good those legs. Anyway, yes, go on, Cap. What have you got for us? Um, I've just been to see The Conjuring Two. Oh, the, um, the Enfield, the Enfield uh, ghost, isn't it? Yeah, we've watched the documentary on it, um, me and Dan. Now, you say um, the documentary. You don't mean the thing with um, Timothy Spall, do you? Yes, it was. Well, I said the documentary. It was, not, it was not, with Timothy Spall, yeah. And not, we watched, like, a documentary on it as well. Oh, OK. Loads of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It, it, I, I, I'm, it's in the, the front of my head, because I just finished reading, for the second time, uh, Will Storr versus The Supernatural where he, um, Will, Will, who came on the show a few weeks ago, he talks about, um, he investigates the the, the Enfield um, haunting, and he goes and meets um, Janet, isn't it? It's Janet is the young girl. Yes, yeah. yeah. He goes and meets Janet, and um, um, the uh, investigator, whose name is um, Morris Gross, I think? Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, what do you, well, what, well, okay, first of all, what do you make of The Conjuring 2, the Hollywood um, uh, recreation <laughs> of the uh, North London haunting? Um... It was it was okay. I like Vera Farmiga anyway. She's absolutely gorgeous, so I wanted to watch her anyway. Um, but I went with a friend who's already seen it, and it ruined it a little bit because every time she sort of tensed up, I thought, oh, <laughs> something's right. going to happen." Right. But it was it was all right. A bit jumpy in parts, but a lady in front of us completely freaked out. Would you be freaked out? Well, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, to go so, <laughs> someone got freaked out. Someone was crying when I went to see um, um, Paranormal Activity. Oh, for God's sake. And it was rubbish. It, it, that film is only scary if you like looking at the screen for a long time when nothing happens apart from a door moving four inches. That's all that happened. And there was, <laughs> there was a screamer at um, Blooming The Conjuring 2, was there? There was. She, she was really freaking out. She was literally just in front of us. Um, me and my friend, I mean, we were terrible because we were laughing our heads off. Um, and everybody else was sort of going, shh, shh, so we were like, mm, sorry. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Okay, <laughs> now, the Enfield Haunting, right? Yeah. So for those who don't know, ni- I'm 1977, something like that, terraced house in North London, uh, Enfield, I know it fairly well. Um, a mum... Two kids, I think, a daughter and a son, or maybe two daughters and a son. Two daughters and two sons. Two daughters, two sons, and uh, for several months there was poltergeist activity going on. What do you reckon, Kat? Do you buy it? Um, No. They were sort of towards the end of the film, they were playing your original recordings and stuff. I'm Bill. I'm Bill. I'm going to poo down your neck. (laughs) This is it. I mean, nothing was really 
graphic. Yeah. It was just sort of, I thought, oh, it's just a kid trying to get away with saying naughty words. Yeah. Um, so you don't buy it at all? No, not not that in particular, but um, I've had family who have seen stuff and they're not the type of people to just say that. I, the, 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 the Enfield haunting is, is fascinating and I want to read um, up on it again because there were bits where um, the kid Janet, so she's like 13 years old, she's just reaching puberty as, as often happens, in, is often the case in these poltergeist things. Yeah. And um, she can levitate. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but she can only levitate when everybody goes out of the room. That's right, and she could only do the voice thing yeah. when everybody turned around because yeah. yeah. she put the water in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. And there was uh, quite a funny sceptic in the film, and she was like, well, she could have spat it out and put some more in her mouth. Duh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was quite funny. Yeah, and, um, but, but then there is recorded, it, there's a policewoman who says she saw a chair um, get thrown across the room at her, and there was yeah. no one there. Yeah, there were, um, in the film, there were two, uh, a policewoman and a policeman, and they both saw it just moving across the floor, and they did, like, a statement on it and everything, apparently. I'm starting to, having read Will Store versus The Supernatural, and I, I thoroughly recommend it to anyone, right? I'm starting to change my position on ghosts ever so slightly. Yeah? Well, actually, quite significantly, because I've always been a nah. Nah. But Will investigates it. I've got to go to a break in a minute. Will investigates it in such an interesting, sceptical way that I'm starting to think that that maybe there's something in ghosts. Maybe. I think there there probably is something. Um, Like I said, we had a... My nan um, passed away now, but she had uh, an old-fashioned stove where you had to put the kettle on top of the stove to heat it. Yeah. And the kettle moved and put itself on the floor, and she swore blind to the, you know, up until the day she died, that happened. And she was, like, not the type of person to say that would happen and when it didn't, and she was absolutely terrified. She moved house and everything. Yeah. Kat, thank yeah. you for that. You give me a lot to think about, and I, 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 I've been meaning right. to that for a while. Thank you very much indeed, Jerry. Stay there. Come to you in a second. It could be your turn soon, dear listener. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Straight to air has gone. I'm afraid, guys. Um, I have taken the football and I have stabbed it with a very sharp knife. So if you call up now, you speak to Dave, and he'll give you a call back. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. So, uh, straight to air has gone. I nearly called it Triple M then. I've not called it that for years. Um, you can give us a call though. 0844 499 1000 is the phone number. We call you back. What have we been talking about tonight? Um, Farage and Johnson being slimy little, uh, self-serving toe rags. I bet you, stay there, Jerry. Come to you in a second. I, I bet you Farage has done a deal with, um, Theresa May, would would it be her, really? It's so left field that he would do a deal with her that it, 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 it could be possible. The thing is, right, in politics now, anything is possible. Literally anything is possible. It's all gone completely nuts. But that slimy little toe rag will be back. They'll give him a show on LBC. That's what they'll do. He'll be on there doing weekends. Once they realise that um, Pass the Parcel with Andrew Castle is not drawing in the listeners because that man has got zero personality, they'll get Farage in. 
Give me a call and tell me about your parking tickets and the nationality of the person that gave it to you. Um, 0844-499-1000 is the phone number. We've spoken about Batman, about Oasis, about uh, time travel and how it is imminently possible. Let's see what Jerry's called in for. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Okay, bit, bit off for Tony, I've got some facts about Batman. Give us some facts about Batman. Yeah, in the, in the trilogy, the latest trilogy. Yes. The video who plays his father. Yes. Ken Barlow's son. Oh, yeah. yes, he was. Yes, he was. Um, um, uh, uh, Roach. Linus Roach. Linus Roach. I have worked with Linus Roach in a film. Did you? Yes, I did, in the um, the uh, straight-to-DVD film um, Beyond Borders, starring uh, uh, Linus Roach and Angelina Jolie. I don't know if there was a priest. I never got that far. I'm in the first five minutes. Clive Owen's in it. and In the first five minutes, I'm in it, and then I've never seen it beyond that. I, even went, I was in New York once when it came out, and I went to watch it, and I saw my bit, and I got up and walked out. Mm. So Linus Roach, excellent, yes. <laughs> There's another Catwoman in the film. Another Catwoman just in the film. There's a Catwoman. Hang on a minute. There's a, you're, 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 I'm, I'm struggling to understand you a bit tonight, Jerry. There's a cat uh, weeing in the cupboard. No, no, I wish there was. Oh blimey! Oh, sorry. I uh, yeah. my cat my cat Velvet now lives. Um, she kind of lives in the bedroom with me because we got the dog. So she just kind of she doesn't really go out very often anymore. And so we have a litter tray um, up in my in in, in the bedroom. And I don't know if you've ever heard a cat... Thank you, David. Here comes the mail. I don't know if you've ever heard a cat urinate, Jerry. And I've got a loud um, stream. Very, very loud. Powerful. Very... The, the, the spray, the force of urine from a cat is unlike anything else known to man. It's like, um... You know uh, Boris Johnson bought those water cannons? It sounds like one of those bad boys. Oh, so nice of you. She's definitely on the move. Yeah, He's yeah, exactly. Go on, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. I said there was another Catwoman from the film, from the Batman film. There was uh, Rocking Horse Poo was in the Batman film, did you say? Rocking Horse Poo. And Delwyn Wilkins, Billy Maitre, Winston, Brixton Broadcasting Corporation. Say that again, Joe. Your voice is a little bit all over the shop tonight. I'm so I'm struggling. Sorry, I'm, I'm no, don't apologise. It's not your fault you've got <laughs> Parkinson's. Um, but, but go on, say it again. Selbert Wilkins and the Battery Captain, his mate was called Winston. Brixton Broadcasting Corporation. Oh, I see. I, oh, th- yes, of course, the Brixton Broadcasting Corporation. Of course yeah. it was, Delbert Wilkins. That was the last funny thing that um, Lenny Henry did, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but what's his name? It's very funny. What's on YouTube? Not very funny. Well, the thing is, everything's on YouTube these days. Yeah. You can get any well, old rubbish. I think it's BBC Electronics. Even the store of past countries where you can buy DVDs for people in license. Pieces rip off. Oh, hang on. You, you, hang on a minute. You're not suggesting that the BBC, instead of selling DVDs, they give away their stuff? I don't know. 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 I'm getting written up. I'll see you tomorrow. See you later on, Jerry. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, thank you, Jerry. Sometimes it's easier to under, um, understand Jerry some nights than it is other nights, and that's because he's got um, Parkinson's. But, 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 but. He's always welcome. We'll get there in the end. I've, I'd, um, who was it? Someone messaged me the other day saying they didn't want to call because they got a stammer or a stutter. I can never remember which is the British and which is the American. Um, 
And I said, well, I won't worry about that. We've got all night. You know, we've got three hours to fill. So uh, if that's it, and they decided they didn't want to call in, and that's fine, and that's fair enough. But if 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 you think that because of a um, that you know whatever you've got a problem with your speech or something that that we don't want to hear you, think again, guys. Anybody can come on. We'll get there. We we'll get there eventually. It might take a little bit longer, but we kind of um, we kind of get there uh, uh, eventually. Oh eight four four. Now we're into uncharted territory, dear listener. Now we're into the uncharted territory where um, there's no straight to air. So it's just me sat here for the next 30 minutes. We've done half an hour already, with it, which is cool. But 30 minutes where we may not get any phone calls. It's all right, isn't it? Hey, that's all right, because I've got a stack of newspapers eventually. And um, we'll just sit and talk and see what happens. If you want to call in, someone's just asked on... Um, uh what do they call the thing with the messages twitter what are the topics no there's no there's no topics you can call in about anything you want to call in about you know jerry there was giving us some random facts about batman and um linus roach yes the film i did the film i the movie i made with linus roach was in uh we filmed it in canada montreal it was a bloody awful film I mean, absolutely awful. Um, but Angelina Jolie was in it, and she made a point of coming over to me um, at, at one point. This was kind of her foray into serious movies. She was doing all the Tomb Raider stuff, and this was her serious movie. And she made a point of coming over to me, and I was talking to this old woman who was one of the extras, right, French-Canadian, and I was talking, and I could see that Angelina Jolie was stood behind me wanting to talk to me. And I was just thinking, oh, shut up, hurry up. Hurry up, I want to talk. To, I want to turn and talk to Angelina Jolie. And if I don't turn quickly, she's going to go, because she's like a big star. And eventually I did a turn around, and she went, I just want to say, Ian, I think what you're doing is really funny. And um, when I went to say goodnight to her at the end of the shooting, it was a night shoot, she kissed me on both cheeks, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much indeed. 0844 499 And Paul Garner is listening. Good evening, Paul. We should get you on one night, Paul, if you want to come on. Um, he's a brilliant comedy writer. He used to write for me in the 11 o'clock show. He got fired from the 11 o'clock show for being too racist. Wow. Um, and, but he's a brilliant writer. He's written for everybody. Jimmy Carr and, and, and Ali G and Ricky and all. He's, he's written for everybody, right? And he's brilliant. And he's also, uh, hosted a, he's presented a couple of shows. Not presented, but he's been in a couple of shows. Um, um, the pilot show, which if, if you've not seen is just flipping wonderful, where, uh, basically they film pilots are when you, you film like a, a one-off show and then try and sell it to, to TV stations. And Garner did it. Stay there, CJ. Come to you in a second. Garner filmed loads of ridiculous pilot shows with celebrities like Dean Gaffney and people like that. Um, and they didn't realise that what they were appearing in was absolute, complete balls. Uh, and it's wonderful. It's hilarious. I wonder if that's on YouTube. I'll have to have a little look. Um, and he's reminding me that he helped... We, I, in this Beyond Borders, in this film with Angelina Jolie, I was a stand-up comedian in... 1984 i think it was and he helped me write a stand-up comedy routine as though it was 1984 and one of the jokes was um phil collins is in a lot of trouble um it turns out that his drum solo in the feed the world song translates 
as to I've just eaten a sodding great pie, ha ha. Something like that. It was that kind of stuff. And and, and Paul, thank you for, for, for helping start my film career. No straight to air tonight. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call up and you'll speak to David, he'll call you back. Yes, CJ. Good morning. Good morning. I've only just started listening to the show, to be quite honest with you. Oh. Well, now, when you say just, do you mean, like, just when, in the last couple of minutes or in the last... Uh, Wednesday. What, on Wednesday. First time I started listening to the show. Oh, nice one. What do you, what do you make of it? Well, the, the moment I tuned in was when you were tuned straight to air. Oh. <laughs> wow. So, um, uh, I was sat here for a bit going, OK, this is this is confusing. Yeah. But, but... Then I thought, I'll, I'll listen again tomorrow. And, um, yeah, it's fantastic. It's a great show. Oh, nice one, What do you normally listen to? Are you are you a normal nighttime radio listener? I used to listen to talk sport back in the old days. Well, when, when it was talk radio. Oh, OK. With, um, so, what, James Whale or Ian Collins? James Whale and Ian Collins yeah. and, and the legendary Mike Dickin, of course. You um, love Mike Dickin, of course, yes. Oh, yeah, a fantastic presenter. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, the reason I wanted to call in, I'm, I'm actually going on radio in, in, in Manchester on Thursday. What what are you doing on radio in Manchester on Thursday? Well, I'm promoting a, a charity event that I'm doing in Stockport. Oh, right. And I was just wondering if you had any sort of tips to, to, to sort of suggest to me about going on the radio, because I've not done it before. Well, um, until now. Um, well, you do, well, you're doing it now, so... I know, yeah. Call their practice run, I suppose. The, the, are you going to actually go and sit in the studio and do yeah, it? Yeah, go and sit in the studio. Um, it's... It's easy. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the thing is, it's easy. And what will happen, CJ, is you'll do it, and you'll be dreading it, and you'll be nervous, and then it'll be over like that, and you'll go, "Is that it?" You know, and you could be in there. You could be in there for twenty minutes, half an hour, and you, they'll go, "Well, thanks very much for coming in." And, and coming up next, and you'll be thinking, "Is that it?" It will fly by. The thing is, gosh, tips. I'm trying to remember back one of the first <laughs> times I went in the studio. Just treat it as a chat. Yeah. Don't do absolutely. a radio. Don't like we're talking now, right? And if the host is any good, they will make you feel at ease. That's the host's job, is to make you relax. Interestingly, the host is a gay priest, so that's going to be um, that's going to be an experience. Well, are you, are you going to um, have sex with him? Well, if, if he asks. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, Jim, the chance will be a fine thing. There you go. You see, mm. you can you can have uh, you can have uh, sex with him, and then you can ask him to forgive you for your sins. <laughs> Of being homosexual. Um, I'm, I'm joking, of course. Anyone who knows my career will know that I'm joking. Oh, did you like my poster, by the way? I tweeted at you before. Which po- Hang on, which poster? Which poster? Which poster? Uh, it's the one with a uh, picture of you holding two um, logos in your hand. Oh, was that you? Yes, I retweeted. That was about an hour ago or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was brilliant. Thank you for that. That was you, superb. You were literally saying at the moment that... I wish my advertising team did more for me on the post. <laughs> you've, so you've done that. Uh, right, okay, there you go. Have that straight away. CJ, let me go back to what you were talking about being a nighttime radio listener. Because obviously the, the, the original talk radio ended, I don't know, years ago. And became yes, talk, became talk sports. Yeah, yeah. So what have you been listening to recently then? Um, Manchester Radio, mainly. Who, who does late nights on Manchester Radio? Oh, I'm a chap called... Oh, damn, I can't remember his name. Duh. Can't be that good of a can't remember his name. Well, there you it? go, you see. There you go, <laughs> you see. Well, stick around, CJ. This, I mean, this is early days for this station. It only started I, I in March. I think it's fantastic. I think what you're doing is a great show. I mean, I, I literally stayed in on Friday night to listen hey. to the show. Oh, mate, well, that's, 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 that's one of the greatest compliments you can play. Um, uh, it, it's gonna get, it's gonna, it's gonna get better. It's still early days. I did have an argument about talk uh, radio in the taxi this afternoon, of course. Oh, yeah, go on, why? Um, the uh, the taxi driver. I was, I was asking what sort of radios he listened to, and the and the and he mentioned Talksport, and he he, he called it Talk S H I 
T-E. And I thought, wait, listen, mate, listen. It's a bit harsh, isn't it? It's like outrageous. So I didn't tip him. No, well, yeah, yeah, well, you did. I don't get the thing with, with tipping cab drivers. I don't get it, because... I, it's cash in hand anyway so a lot of them aren't declaring the fare that you give them unless unless you ask for a receipt and even then they say do you want to leave the receipt blank yeah of course i do i want to commit tax fraud i'm joking of course um but i don't i don't understand so the the, the fare is like eight quid and it's expected that you give them a tenner and say keep the change I, I don't want to give them two two extra pounds. I want the eight pounds is quite a lot of money. I want the two pounds back. Well, if the taxi driver helps you out, um, you know, helps you get your shop into your front door. Well, you can tip him for that. You know, when, is like a ta- that. when is a taxi driver <laughs> ever helped anybody get uh, get their shop into the front door? Must be up north for you then. <laughs> it, maybe it is. It's up north, and maybe it's. It, I remember when when we went to New York like years ago. And I took my mum, and she's in a wheelchair, right? Oh bless. And uh, we it, it, we never. I've never had such helpful taxi drivers. In fact, we saw a, a limousine driver. Right, saw us waiting for a yellow cab. Right, Blimey. and he pulled up, and he said, "I can see you waiting for a cab. Are you t- are you you tourists? Yeah, from London." He said, "Right, right." get in the back of the cab and he helped mum get in and he put the, the the wheelchair in the boot and um he took us to the place and we said right how much is that he said oh no, no you can have that for free here's my card if you need a cab when you're in new york give us a call he gave it to wow. us he gave it to us he gave us a free right we we're in that car for about 20 minutes driving through new york he gave it to us for free that's brilliant isn't it it's, it's the same up here you know we've got some um there's a company around, around based in Stockport where, where I live, and they are they're very similar to that. They sort of do if you're really stuck and something's happened, they will they will help you. I've, I've helped them out a few times when I've been stuck, and then they took money off and said, "No, you don't need to pay all that. I'll get you back." And here's the thing: here's the thing. See, I don't know what, what what your current status, but there are some taxi drivers that will refuse to take guide dogs. That's illegal, and they'll refuse to take people in wheelchairs. Where's the fairness in that? Well, it's nuts. It's nuts, isn't it? It's also it's illegal. If you, 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 guide dogs can go anywhere, right? You can take guide dogs into restaurants, into hospitals, into uh, you can take them anywhere, right? Remember, because doing local radio, we 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 did a thing about it, and um, uh, th- yeah, there are loads of guide dogs that refuse to take. Uh, there are loads of taxi drivers that refuse to take guide dogs. <sighs> outrageous! It's outrageous. Go what, to what, hell in what about guide cats? You can you you can get guide ponies. Guide okay, ponies, but no guide cats. You can't get guide cats because because you can't trust cats. They're too self-serving. <laughs> They're the um, Boris Johnsons of the animal world. But <laughs> this is absolutely true. Google it. You can get guide ponies, and there is a picture. They're tiny little ponies, right? They're the size of a, a, a three-year-old child, <laughs> and you can take them on like aeroplanes and stuff. That's actually true. David is the producer is looking at me as if to say, "Why are you saying that?" It's <laughs> actually true. Guide ponies are real things. I'm gonna have to Google. Oh, also, you said before that yes. there's no words to that song, "Little Spanish Flea." Yes. I googled that, and, uh, and, and there's a whole bloody lyrics to it, and songs, and oh, tune, and everything to it, and I thought, what, what, what's going on here? Yeah, well, th- th- I wonder if those lyrics came, um, afterwards. You know that there are lyrics to, um, the Hawaii Five O theme tune? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I, t- I tell you what I do, CJ, keep listening, because I'm gonna, we'll have a break and I'll play it. You can write lyrics to anything these days. Okay. 
you get in trouble, bring it home to me. Whether I am near you or across the sea, I will think of something to do. I'll be on the lookout for you when I'll find you. You can count on me. And don't you let them get you. They all desert you And you start to bend You know I won't let them hurt you And I don't pretend Don't call if you got nothing to say Don't call me if you just want to play But call me on Devil's Day You can count on me just trying to message a woman in america because I, I got this record company and this woman saying can you please can you sell me one of the records that you've got i'm going we've sold out well can you so i've got 10 and i can't know can, <laughs> guys i can't help can't help you with that oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand sammy davis jr literally just making up words to the hawaii 50 theme tune isn't that nuts isn't that nuts Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Game set and flash. Ooh, I say that's actually the headline in the Sun, which is the worst, <clears throat> which is the best newspaper in Britain today. Thank you, Mr. Murdoch, sir. BBC revels in bum shots. <laughs> this coming, this coming from the Sun, right? That all it is based on is bum and boob shots. And again, this is another one of those stories, right? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Another fifteen minutes of the show before the two mics come on. So, uh, if you want to call now, would be an excellent time. Um, but this is another one of those stories I can tell just by glancing at it that is made up by some no mark journo uh, who's just been on Twitter over the weekend. It's it's those stories that's made up just because someone tweeted something on Twitter, and I can tell that because they've got a little cutout box of someone called Sue underscore Simmons, who's tweeted, I think some shots are replayed in slow motion just for the knickers and buttocks. But let's read the story. Maybe, maybe we're doing them a great disservice. 
the BBC faced a Wimbledon backlash yesterday. By the way, has anybody celebrated the unsung heroes of Wimbledon, the ball boys and ball girls yet? No, no, that happens normally about day three of week two, doesn't it? A big, a big hurrah for the unsung heroes of Wimbledon, the ball boys and the ball... They're sung all the flipping time. They're constantly being sung, those guys. Stuff them, I say. Stuff the ball boys and the ball girls. Up theirs. Not literally, that would be completely inappropriate. But uh, the BBC faced a Wimbledon backlash yesterday. This is by Lucy Jones, who is the TV reporter. But this isn't reporting on TV. Uh, for focusing on knickers and bumps, angry tennis lovers slammed close-up of close-ups of women players' undies and accused the Beebs cameras of leering when skirts flap up. Quaw, not half. The storm followed uproar last week when commentator passed the parcel with Andrew Castle made drooling comments about the girlfriend of Brit player Marcus Willis. Now, I'm not a fan of Andrew Castle. I think he is um, easily one of the most soulless, personality-less broadcasters this country has to offer. He was awful on GMTV. He's worse when he's on the radio. And I've never heard him on tennis because I don't watch the tennis. But I did read the comment he made. And have I got this right? Correct me if I'm wrong, dear caller. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. All he said was, right, so this, this tennis player's got a fit girlfriend who's a dentist. All he said was, I wish my dentist looked like that. I think, I think, isn't it? Is that all I said? Is that all, is that, is that, is that, is that all he said? I wish my dentist looked like that. I mean, all right, in the great scheme of things, um, you know, we're all supposed to be enlightened and we're not supposed to be sexist and leering. But it wasn't exactly... I, when, I, when I heard read the headline about leering and past the parcel with Andrew Castle, I thought he'd done something like, Give me one! He said something like that. Now, that would have been um, inappropriate. But he didn't. He just said, I wish my dentist looked like that. I mean... You know, it's it's not brilliant, but then again, it's, it's it's not exactly the worst thing in the world. So I would hardly call them drooling comments. Viewer Sally Ann McCarthy was among those who accused the BBC of continuing to ogle. She said online on Twitter, "You see, stories sourced from Twitter." Did we really need a slow-mo close-up of the girl in the dress jumping up and down? Fellow fan, L. Gliftlands... What? Blasted. <laughs> it really is. I can hear I can hear a barrel being scraped. This, by the way, this story... You couldn't make this up, right? This story is on page three of The Sun. Next to... A girl, she's got a, a, um, um, a nipples covered, but a girl in a bra and pants. So the son is having a pop at the BBC for gratuitous bum shots, and they're doing it on page three. Really? What a brilliant decision, Mister Murdoch. 
Um, fellow fan L. Gliftland blasted a blatant close-up butt shot of Canadian star Eugenie Bouchard, 22. Sue Simmons tweeted... <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh man oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. sue simmons tweeted i think some shots are replayed in slow motion just for the knickers and buttocks well you know i mean really oh god look at tony blair's teeth aren't they horrible if you're watching on periscope i'm going to show you a close-up picture of tony blair's teeth aren't they horrible he should have gone to an orthodontist. You would think, with all of his, um, with all of his money, that he could, uh, uh, he could get his, um, um, oh, people are tweeting me roller derby songs. No, 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 no. I don't click on links, guys. Don't send me links. I just don't click on them. I, I kind of know what I want to look for on the internet, and I go and find it, right? I don't. I don't click on links. So thank you, but no thank you. Um, but Tony Blair's teeth, I mean, flipping heck. That's just outrageous. He needs to get those sorted out, you would have thought, don't you? He should get those sorted out. So I'm looking for a song while I'm um, doing this, and I don't think I've got the song on my... Um, on my. Oh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Let me, um, 53, 47, there we go, 53, 47. Let's see if that back counting works, shall we? We'll play that, we'll end on that one. Oh, blimey, it's nearly 53, 47. 53, 54, 55, 56, 57. Yeah, that should do it. Oh, in that case, we're done. Oh, in that case, the, 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 the uh, panic over, guys. We're finished. David, thank you very much. Emma, thank you very much. Dear listener, thank you very much. Oh, and, and now someone calls in. Uh, i tell you what, t- g- 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 go on, give him a call back. We'll, we'll, we'll take the call. We'll, we'll, we'll play that song another day. Um, we'll play the song another day. Now someone calls in. I bet he's calling in because he thinks it's straight to air. Tell him he has to come to air now because he's... Um, He's buggered up the ending to the show. Well, otherwise, it would have been an excellent ending. Well, we, straight to it, we'll come back. It's not a permanent, um, permanent thing, but it's it's gone. It's gone for now. Okay, just because I want to make myself work a bit harder. Yes, as good evening. As you were, Ian. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. Well, you've, why, why have you Why have you decided to call in right at the last minute? Oh, I only just got home. I was driving. Oh, fair play, mate. Where yeah, you been? Anywhere nice? Just in the car, isn't it? Oh no, just uni. You just uni at this time yeah. of night. I stay late. I'm a researcher. I stay out in the lab and oh, do all the you're a you know, all the pipetting. Yeah, the old pipetting, and the centrifuging. Ay, ay, ay. That, there's oh, something. There's you. something reassuring about the smell of a laboratory, isn't there? It is. It's nice. Although the chemistry ones smell weird. Well, they're making stink bombs, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Exactly. I don't like the chemistry ones. It makes me feel... I don't know. It's it's like going into a horror movie when I go in the chemistry lab. It's weird. I had a summer job in um, a laboratory once, and um, I had to, it was my job to get in there really early and clean everything. You know those, those big c- cleaners they have? There's going to be nasty stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and this was a place where they were like working on cures for cancer and AIDS, right? This is like well, that's what I'm thing. doing, yeah. And um, I was there for three months, and at the end of it, one of the workers said, do you know what's really funny 
right um a lot of your the stuff that you've been cleaning hasn't come back hasn't registered as being completely clean but it must be something wrong with the machines because you're doing everything right aren't you you're rinsing everything through by hand and then putting it in the machine aren't you and inside i'm thinking i was supposed to rinse everything by hand first and outside i went yeah yeah that's (laughs) weird that it must be something wrong with the machines anyway thanks a lot bye most miserable job I ever ever had. I got beaten up, not beaten up. I don't, don't really track that. But I got well, bullied. Beaten up by scientists. No, I got bullied by a Nigerian cleaner. Oh, yeah, oh, I got dear. bullied. Yeah, we have to clean and wash everything ourselves. We don't have lackeys to do it for us. He said lackeys, by the way. You said lackeys, lackeys. didn't you? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm sorry. Yeah, you said Nigerian. Oh dear. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> I don't know yeah, what yeah, you lackeys. mean. Thank don't you worry. For clearing that up for me. <laughs> 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 dear, All of us right, went. Dear, what did he say? Anyway, go on. So, what have you got for us, Az? I was going to say, I'm really glad you had the uh, You Can Count On Me song still there. Yeah, it's a great one. On the way back, it's great. I was proper dancing away in the car. I love that one. It's a good one. And someone just sent me a link. He did the theme tune to Kodak, Ko- Kojak as well, which I'll need to have oh. a little listen to later on. Who was it? Who was it who did that tune? Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, yeah, it was on that. Yeah. Who, who did the, um, do you remember the old one you had about the, uh, the someone did a swear one when uh, you wanted to fill time for the dump? Uh, someone had a swear what what the sweary song yeah no 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 no. it wasn't a sweary song it was when you when you had to dump someone yeah. you had a song that they would put on to 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 like fill out the time someone did a swear like an s word or an f word oh. or something That's the, do you remember that one where was that absolute no i think it was lbc god blimey that's got i've got to end it there Raz. thank you that rings a distant bell that would probably have been um, um, Eduardo that did that, or maybe Guy Magic Fingers. Anyway, that's it, guys. That's your lot. Back tomorrow at 10. Ta-ta. Talk Radio. Join the Talk Nation. Dial up and talk radio. We'll get you talking. 